What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarouge. And this is the Nerdy. The Wordy. The Book Club. The final edition. It's the final book. No, it's not. That's, that's It's the joke. final edition of The Wheel of Time <clears throat> as we recap the entire series by answering your questions and probably just like responding to chat about The Wheel of Time because we've read it. We've read River of Souls. We did the thing. We've done all of the things. We, we, we are complete, and it is time for our final discussion. I'm very sad about this. That is right. Welcome back to the channel, everybody. How you doing? How how we doing, Chad? How how we how we feeling? How we how we doing? This is oh, I should have worn my mat shirt. Should have worn my mat. You know what? As a missed I, opportunity. I feel like book clubs is a lot of like me wearing our merch and you not. Yeah. There's a disappointing amount of merch on the on the rooster. Well, I just like the the merch is like ca very casual and the, like only the like cropped shirts fit me well and the cropped hoodies and I'm not gonna wear the hoodie so I kind of only wear the cropped shirt. Did we turn the AC on? I didn't. You talk to chat for a second. <laughs> We're gonna die if we don't. Have That's fair. Good morning, chat. How uh, <clears throat> how are we feeling? How's everybody processing this? Oh, you can see out the door. You can see a little tote there in my robe. I love that for us. <sighs> How, yeah, how, how, how are we doing? I, we're, we did it. We're at the end. We know all of the secrets. We have ascended into godhood. And, um. I am um, now the dragon reborn. Yeah, you're now the dragon reborn. Yeah. You know, we, we got stuff to say. We got stuff to say. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> did Clarus get bangs? Uh, kind of. Kind of, kind of. Depending on how they, like, go. Like, sometimes, like, yesterday we were shooting, and they were, like, cute, like, fully across, but they take some styling, and I don't have fucking time for that shit. So. <laughs> Eric Wood says it's another turning of the book club. Uh, yes, and the next yes. turning of the book club, we'll be reading The Inheritance Cycle yeah. by Christopher Pallini. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I know some of you have already started the reading, uh, which has brought me joy. We've been chatting about it in the Discord. It's been, it's been a good time. Yeah, so that is going to start on the Tuesday the 17th? Yeah. On Tuesday the 17th, oh my god, we land and then we have book club the next morning. Yep. On Tuesday the 17th, y'all, the next edition of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club begins with Inheritance Cycle Aragon. We're going to be doing the full book. Uh, we are doing one book a week for four weeks. So that is going to be a lot of reading if you want to do it with us. Uh, we're going to get started on the reading now. Yeah, because we've already read the books. It's not yeah. like we have to, like, I'm just going to the pins to make sure. But, yeah, it's not like we are going to be speculating. Yeah, we, we've read all four of the books before, but uh, we wanted 24th. to. We've never actually read them together or talked about them together. October 24th. The 24th. Yes. That's what I said, isn't it? You said the 17th, and I was Sorry. like, that October seems early. October 24th. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The day after we get back from Vegas. Yeah. Uh and so, um, yeah, no, no, October 24th, you're right, I'm wrong. Okay, okay. I wanted to make sure. You'll be starting sure. the Inheritance Cycle, uh, because um, there's a new book coming out, Murtag, uh, by Christopher Pellini. Those, uh, after we do four weeks of Inheritance Cycle, we are going to be doing Murtag in at least two weeks. Um, it depends on how big that book is. Yeah, I If it's like a thousand pages, we might have to break it up a little bit more, but well, uh, we'll, we'll see. Well, we'll be gone, so... We'll see. We'll see. We might finish it in 
Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure that out. Dead Iron. Stream from Los Angeles. Thank you so much for that super chat. Dead Iron. We made it under two years of reading. We did make it under two years of We did. We did make it under two years of reading. <laughs> Uh, um, we 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 got there. It's been uh, it's been a crazy two years. It has been. Yeah. It really has been. It's been a wonderful journey with yeah. these books, with this community. Mm -hmm. Y'all are um, y'all are pretty special, and yeah. uh, you've made the last two years special. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, I, I think that historically, when I look back on this period of my life, there's going to be an element of. Um, you know, my memories of these books will be more about the community than about the books themselves. Yeah. Um, which which is honestly like it's it's the same way I sort of feel about Harry Potter. Right. right. In, in, especially in the wake of the J.K. Rowling stuff. But even before that, like I was never the biggest fan of like the narrative of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. um, but I was such a huge fan of the experiences that that series brought me. Yeah. Um, be, because it was such a phenomenon and, and because there were so many like midnight releases and things with friends that, mm -hmm. that meant so much. And this is, this is starting to have a similar sort of vibe in my head of, yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of half of the series. Um, and there, there's mm -hmm. definitely some, like, problematic elements in the writing. And, the, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the, it, but despite all of that, the community around it and the experiences of reading it with this have been such a wonderful time that, like, I'll always have a fond place in my heart for it. Yeah. Even if, you know, I could, like, nitpick it to death. Yeah, oh, and, of course. I have. There's 260 hours of book club. Well, and that's the thing is when when we're doing these hour long shows and we're analyzing segments. When at have a we time, ever done an hour long show? These hours long shows. Oh, hours long. I heard hour long, and I was like, "What Please. book club are you watching?" Please. No, 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 no. And these hours long shows. It's it's and and we're we're analyzing like specific segments. Yeah. That that that's kind of what it ends up being, and and mostly me fighting with chat. Y'all know, y'all know what you did. Uh, Alec, thank you for joining the Nargs Welcome for back. 20 dang months. Good to have you here. Uh, love watching all your content. Can't wait for what's next to come. Thank you. It's the inheritance cycle. And then, for, because for of a books. game of rock, paper, scissors, the Cosmere. Yeah, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors decided that for us. We might not do book club the same way moving forward, though. We ha we've discussed an option that we've not decided upon. Oh. We've discussed. I don't remember. Um, apparently, the books of the Expanse series are relatively short. Oh, yeah. Um, they're, they're a lot shorter than A Wheel of Time. And so there is a chance that we might um, start varying up the book club a little bit and doing an, uh, a Cosmere book and then doing like one or two weeks of an Expanse book in between each Cosmere book. Yeah, which I'm not totally sold on because keeping things straight in my head is already difficult enough. Uh, but like it's an interesting idea and it might like... It might like um, I don't know uh, the 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 wheel of time feels like it has gone by so fast, but it also feels like so long um, that it might help like break things up a little bit. Yeah, we we we've also just done like the, apparently the Cosmere has like different like series within it. Yeah, so we could do like a section, and mm. then you know. <clears throat> expanse and then we could do like a section and it's 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 something that we're talking about anyways yeah. i don't want to read any of the expanse books until we finish watching the redacted yeah uh and so uh well we'll see we'll see what's gonna happen but um it is it, it i i do sometimes wonder if by not taking any breaks with the wheel of time and pushing through this one series 
for two years mm -hmm. if maybe if we had like you know looked away for a second and coming back to it, it might have felt a little bit more like the experience other people had of like waiting for the next book mm -hmm, um, for sure. and made them a little bit more fond instead of like Ugh. I was like oh god I'm fucking Sanchin the slog I'm is fucking actually real. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's something that we're, we're thinking about yeah um we also did talk about um maybe doing a one-off book club over the holidays yeah uh for fourth wing uh, yeah, before see, we get into Cosmere in January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we're going to do, like, the Longer Form Book Club, like, starting in the new year, right? Um, yeah. I think that that's, like, the perfect time to start on a new journey like that. But we might, over the holidays, cover that book. It's been big on TikTok. Uh, my aunt has sent me two copies of it. Um, I have a hardcover and a paperback version. Um, so I definitely need to read it at some point. And that, that just feels like a more, like, fun, casual book club that is a one-off. It's not part of a series. Yeah. It's not a huge commitment because the holidays are crazy busy for people um but that is uh, again a maybe just kind of things that we're, we're we're talking about for the channel moving forward yeah I, I like the idea of that i like the idea of starting 2024 off with a new book instead yeah. of yeah yeah like yeah. a new, brand new series that's gonna be like another journey right yes yeah. yeah we're gonna have to figure out a road setup for the shores because we are gonna have to do many book clubs from la so we're gonna have to figure that out Oh, in, um, in yeah, guys, All we're right. spending a month in L.A. It's going to be fun next year. What other housekeeping do we have aside from the forward momentum of the book club? Oh. We have Ember Eyes joining the Narcs for 10 months. Thank Hell you for helping yeah. me finish the series. It only took me three tries. Book club kept me going <laughs> when it was tough. It was nice to feel not alone. You know what? You're never alone. That 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 is that is real. That is real. I think, like, you might have stopped reading them. Um, if, if, it, if it wasn't, like, a... Oh, for book club? For book club, yeah, yeah. 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 I would never have started. Okay. All right. Fair enough. No, no, but I, 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 I mean, like I I, I, and I've said that on the book. I've said that on the podcast. Before. Yeah. Like, I am. I it, almost all of my reading was when I was pre-college. Yeah. Or really not like pre like grade eleven, right? Because then once I hit grade eleven, and I was like, I'm going to New York. I'm going to be on Broadway. The only books that I read were An Actor Prepares on writing by Stephen King. Like, I, I got into a phase in my life where it was so much about this goal of being on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, That's when I stopped the, reading, too. It, like, it, it was, yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I, I just, for me, like, the idea of taking the time to read 15 books for pleasure is, is so contrary to the way that I lived my life for, like, a decade and a half, mm -hmm. and only coming back, and, and, like, coming back to reading because of YouTube because I'm able to, like, make it work, um, I, I like, I never would have been able to read The Wheel of Time otherwise. I, yeah. I, I, I would have seen the length of the series on the shelf and been like, I, I just, I can't do that. Yeah, Book Club has really opened up a lot of doors for us, like, yeah. personally and, like, professionally in, in the sense of, like, our content. And honestly, I, like, I am so grateful yeah. for it. <clears throat> yeah. um, Brian Etier. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. For that diddly dang super chat. That super duper chat. You freaking monster. Oh my god. Uh, in celebration of you finishing Wheel of Time, here's a Tarvalon mark. They are made to be larger than a typical golden mark. Uh, also, are you guys including the fork, the witch, and the worm with the Inheritance Book Club? So pumped for Aragon. P.S. Can we get a Roran versus Perrin character analysis at some point? Oh, with the hammers? That would be fascinating actually i'd have to reread it before i could talk about that in depth which but. we which we will and wait here's the thing first of all brian thank you 
so much uh, for that super chat and for taking this journey with us. Um, we're not done with Wheel of Time content. We've said this before. We want to do some TTRPG stuff. We're probably going to do some character ranking yeah. stuff. We're, we're going to come the back. The Secrets of the Trial Course is coming next year, you guys. Yeah, yeah. We're probably going to do another like full series recap when we've had a few weeks or months to like digest it and think mm -hmm. about it and and like you know all those goodies. Uh, maybe after we've read like the the origins and stuff like that. Um, but. Um, uh, yeah, like, uh, certain character analysis and parallels, uh, between, like, uh, Wheel of Time and, uh, the Inheritance Cycle, I think would be awesome, because I, like, now, going back and thinking about the Inheritance Cycle, there are definitely things that Paolini used as inspiration for it, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, you know, took his own twist on that, and, and I would, I would love to do that kind of thing. Um, the Fork, the Witch, and the Worm... Right now, we don't have on the schedule because we have literally been able to slot book club in perfectly in between our traveling. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Fourth of Witch in the Worm is a very, very short book. Um, it's not in. It's not that we wouldn't have time to read it. It's that we would have to either do a live stream. Uh, it, while we're in LA for that two weeks, it, I don't think it's long enough to do a stream about it. I mean, we could definitely get sixty to ninety minutes out. Like we talk a lot. But it, it is very short, and, like, it, it might be its own one-off thing at some point. Um, again, maybe over the holidays, like, something very casual, because yeah. that's not a lot of reading for people. But um, right now, it is not on the schedule. I don't understand why my phone slides off a flat surface. It's not flat. What do you mean? There's nothing about that armchair that's flat. Um, all right. Is there any other... Oh, yeah, there is more housekeeping. There is. Yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Misty Mountain Gaming. What? Misty Mountain Gaming is the best dice accoutrement tabletop RPG company mm -hmm. on the interwebs. You want to know why? Because they make good shit. They got stone dice. They got they like werewolf dice. They got metal dice. Mm -hmm. They got bone dice. You want yes. ethically sourced, reclaimed bone turned into dice it's they've cool. literally got that yeah you can you can roll the bones much like willow does in the series willow have you not been, uh, anymore on you Disney can't watch Plus. it anywhere I, anymore that it's is the one forever. that is the one show that we can talk about in the strikes without being promotional because it doesn't exist you can't it's watch it literally not there That's that is true. so funny Guys, should we uh, we should do an entire show about Willow during no, the strikes no, 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 because no. it is the one thing you can't fucking watch anyway. Anyway, no, um, no. And look, I say this as someone who didn't like it. I still think it should exist. Sure, you know yeah. What I mean? Let people watch it. You spent money on this thing, and now it's just like gone forever into the void. Like that sucks. I yeah, I, that just that just dawned on me. You know what? We can talk about that Aquaman, that four episode Aquaman cartoon on HBO Max. It just doesn't exist anymore. It's just gone forever. Um, on, on that note, but, actually... No, 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 wait, wait, but we have wait. to finish this. Uh, if you want great dice, <laughs> uh, go to missingoutgaming.com and take 15% off by using the coupon code NERDYNIGHTLY15. Uh, again, that's NERDYNIGHTLY15 to get 15% off everything at mistymountaingaming.com. Misty yeah. Mountain Gaming, their name is Misty Mountain Gaming, and we have a coupon code. Yes. It's a weird tagline that they have, but um, it, it's functional. For content creators. <laughs> it, uh, it works, and we, and we like that. <clears throat> it's weird when you go to the site, and you read the top, and it says, our name is Miss Mount Gaming, and we have a coupon code, uh, and there is no coupon code on the site. You have to, like, hear the tagline on a podcast, but, like, whatever. Okay. Well, there, there you go. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. We were talking about, we got distracted. Oh! We didn't get distracted. We were in the middle of an ad read, and then, and then we, we forgot that we were in an Willow. ad read. No, oh, oh, good news is that um, uh, f potentially the strike 
looks like it might be coming to a resolution. They're meeting. There's good things. There's They're meeting signs. right. There's yeah. or like in like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like things are happening. <clears throat> it's not going to end today because they have already yeah. they've they've told SAG. I got an email basically saying we're going to meet Friday and we're going to meet Monday. Yeah. So like the best case scenario, this strike will end on Monday. Yeah. Best case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario, it won't. But like the light is there at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. We believed. We've been. We've been. We've been so good. Everyone uh, supporting the strike. Thank you so much. Like it has been. A crazy time for people, um, but uh, if if the strike ends, you know what that means. It's great because <clears throat> content creators will finally be able to actually just tweet about shit instead of just tweeting about shit, but leaving out a few words and making it bad. Redacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's some people that have skirted the line. Yeah. A little bit in a way that I'm like... Or like fully been like, I know we're on strike, but here is a photo of me promoting... The, and I like, support the strike, but I wanted you to see my Ahsoka photo. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's like, not how that works, but sure. It's fine. Everyone's... I hope that person doesn't, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into your questions about the series. Actually, should we talk about River of Souls first? Sure, yeah. River of Souls is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. Looks cool. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, what, I actually, when was that chapter supposed to be inserted? Into no the idea. Okay, because that's interesting, because if it comes like before Demandred shows up, it kind of takes away the element of surprise. Of the Sharans. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so if it was supposed to come before that moment, I'm actually kind of glad that it's not there. And if it was supposed to come afterwards, I don't know where the fuck it would have fit. Yeah. So I get I get why that chapter uh, is not actually in the books. It is, it is the most, like, we needed to write a reason why Demandred has the scepter. Because it doesn't even really get into why the Sharans follow him all that much. It's mostly, like... The story of how Demandred found a Tarangriel and your well, saw Angriel, and it's like, all right. Yeah, I mean, it, look, fine. if 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 there's Dragon Reborn pro- prophecies and people will just follow Rand, mm-hmm. I think it stands to reason within this world that there are I, yeah, like prophecies, wild, yeah. wild prophecies, yeah. and that they, you know, <clears throat> if he fulfills them, then they're like, oh yeah, that's our dude. Trollocs, yeah, we, yeah, I guess we're friends now. The one element of River of Souls that I actually think is a little weird mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that Demandred frees the slaves in Shara. And it's like, on the one hand, like, Demandred's a bad dude. But on the other hand, Luce Theron doesn't free the slaves. <laughs> and I, when I was reading it, and they're like, of course we'll follow you. You freed all of the slaves. You're like, you did great things for Shara. And he's like, I did it for to cause he chaos. Yes, did it for the wrong reasons. So I, it's I, like, and like, I get that. Yeah. I, I totally understand that part of it. It is just so funny to me that like this series that's about human beings having choice, right? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, like the big final button put on the thing is like, no, Dark One, I'm Randall Thor and humans should have choice. I approve this message. But Rand I'm... doesn't in his actions allow more people to have choices and because he's Tavirin, he actually takes choices away from people throughout yeah. the entire series people get married but without Demandred, any choice who's supposed to be the evil character is the one that frees people yeah is like the most like i don't sometimes i don't like think what? that the 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 themes of this series were thought out to the actions of the series mm-hmm. it, it kind of feels like the actions happen and then they were like and these were the themes don't worry about if that makes sense it <laughs> doesn't uh yeah uh, yeah i'm assuming so uh, i i can't remember if it got mm. into specifics yeah but i'm assuming that in shara the channelers were also slaves 
and that he freed the channelers because of the tattoos, like the same way that the Sanchin kind of have it. I don't know. Don't know. Cool. Yeah, I don't know either. There was another green man, though, so that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a Jamara, which is another one of Agonor's beasties. Um, yeah. That never came back. Which, the, yeah, was like, yeah. It, it, was, it was an you interesting chapter. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I didn't really like <clears throat> add that much. It was just kind of like, huh. It, cool. it was, it was, it was interesting. It, it was interesting. It, the, the like Shendla demanded relationship is the most interesting part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that the series, the theme, that theme of choice, I think that that would have been more prevalent and more interesting for this series if mm-hmm. all of the people who chose to be evil didn't happen off page. Like, I think that if we had, I, and, because I, I, A, I don't think the Mazram Tame reveal is very well handled. Like, I don't think when Demander, when, uh, Mazram Tame is like, let the Lord of Chaos rule, and you're like, oh my god, he's a dark friend. I was like, oh my god, he's a dark friend. I was like, yeah, they've been telling us for books that he's a dark friend. Uh, we, like, it's, and so if you're not gonna make that a big reveal, show us him going down that path. Right. So that we can see him make those choices. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, like, and I, I've been kind of talking about this in some YouTube comments and replies this week and stuff. Like, if you took the Forsaken out of these books, if you took the Trollocs out of these books, if you took the Merdral out of these books, if you took out everybody who's Black Aja or of Dark Friend out of the books, right? Mm-hmm. There, if you did that and this series about choice, there should be no reason to fight the Dark One, Right. Because this series is about the choices that people are making and them having the right to choose. Okay. So thematically, the, like that should destroy the, any reason to beat the Dark One. But in the Wheel of Time, it doesn't. Because more people die on page from random bubbles of evil because the Dark One just exists. So even if you took out all of the people who chose to be evil... You would still, the, our heroes would still have to go defeat the Dark One and cage him back up because his presence is still killing towns. Like there are towns right. of people sinking into the ground. There are beetles coming out of people from the inside. There are pillars coming up out of the ground causing Fayil to end up. Like there is so much evil happening in this world that is killing so many people mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with fucking anybody. That's right. literally random. Yeah. That you can't say that all of the reasons to fight the Dark One. And it's why the, the line at the end of the books where he's like, the Dark One was never the bad guy, or whatever the exact wording is, right? The Dark One isn't the bad guy, he never was. Right. That isn't true here because there, there is a reason they have to go fight him regardless of the choices of mankind. Right, yes, yes. The bubbles of evil are a problem. Like, if you just start sinking into the ground, like, that, that's, that, that sucks. Or the people of Hinderstab that are like, we have to live in this perpetual hell. Right, and, and so I think that, like, thematically, the, the, and I, I I don't want to go into it too hard because, like, we've already talked about this, but, like, I've been thinking this about it a lot this week. This is series recap. This is, this is, we're here for the themes. Thematically, that for me is where the ending of the series really falls apart is right. that you have shown us so many reasons why the Dark One has to be stopped uh-huh. that do not involve human beings' choices. Right. And, like, Trollocs and Merdral don't have a choice to be evil. Like, that, that that isn't a choice that they have. So their existence, regardless of Forsaken and regardless of Dark Friends, yeah, indicates that there is still something that you have to stop mm-hmm. and that isn't that isn't reflected in that like thematic umbrella that the 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 final lines try to put over the series right they don't really fit yeah it's like holding a too small umbrella over your head and the water is still getting on you from like the waist down right 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I mean, yeah, we did talk about it. Like, I I agree that I don't think that the the idea that it was all about the evil in the hearts of mankind all along like because we we even talked about that through the series i was like is that what it's supposed to be because i don't really get that and then that's kind of what it ended up being and i was like yeah no still don't really get that um but we do have one other thing to talk about before we get into the questions oh really yeah the uh sanderson reveal oh yeah how do you feel about um nakomi being the the shadar haran for the creator and I mean that's just kind of like sure okay yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, all right <laughs> I the hearing his reasoning for why he did that and also the fact that that happens in Teleran Riyad, but Avienda doesn't notice whatever I don't fucking care I just thought it was like a normal dream for her like not like Teleran Riyad, but like she like has like so a... Avienda who's a talented dreamwalker doesn't realize she's in a dream well yeah because when you're sleeping normally. There's that void with all the lights in it. And you can literally pop into people's, like, normal-ass dreams. And so a god went and popped into Avienda's dream. Right, but Avienda, Avienda should... Avienda wouldn't be confused about that. Like, uh, like... It's god, though? I don't know. Sure. Uh, I, it yeah. doesn't matter. It literally it's has fine. no impact on the, the, the series almost at all. Yeah. Uh, it is just a very weird scene that happens uh, in the middle of a book that you're like, I, I guess God is here to explain the plot to Avienda. Whatever. Uh, Lanfear's still alive. How do you feel about it? Um, people are saying Avienda isn't a dreamwalker. She she enters Teleranriot. Like, she's, she's, she, she knows how to go in there and she knows how to use it. So, she has to be taken there? She's trained in how to behave in Teleranrion. Yeah, how does she meet Egwene in there then? Like, how does she go to the meetings when she's, she's by herself? She's trained in... She she can't... She's not a dreamer, but she she's trained in the dream in how to, like, behave there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. She is a Terangrill to get there. I totally understand that she... Use, I'm, I'm not saying that she can, like, pass through the way that other people can, but she is absolutely there. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I don't know what the dream world I, feels here, here, like. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think that it is a chapter that has no narrative value because Avienda gets all of that same information. Her, she, she can come to those realizations herself and not have God tell her. Well, and Sanderson even said that it was, he like wanted her to show up before that very end moment. And yeah. that it's just a chapter written in to be like, Nakomi, and that's it. And that's, that's kind of what it feels like. So, uh. Okay, I, I like, use the I word Dreamwalker it. wrong. I understand, chat. She can, we can stop. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. Um, <laughs> she can, she, she, she knows how Teleran Riyad works and she's been there before. Yeah. This is, this is one of those chapters that is, it, it, it is unnecessary and i go back that it actually takes away from the ruidian moment because of avienda already knows the answer from the end of that ruidian moment because god just told her yeah it's um, kind of like telegraphed in a way that doesn't that's not that makes it less interesting let's move on to the land reveal yeah how do you feel about it it's fine um it's, it's fine. Listening to Sanderson talk about his reasons for it and his foreshadowing for it, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It mm -hmm. just is another thing that is unresolved at the end of a 14-book series. Yeah. It's also... One of my frustrations with it um, 
is in in his conversation with the innkeeper, uh-huh. Sanderson says that Landfear has to see Rand is still alive to complete her character arc. And right. I'm like, so what you're telling me is that in the 15 book series where she's one of the only semi-interesting antagonists, she does, her, not, get she does not complete her character, her character arc. arc. And like, it really is the problem with the Forsaken as a whole is uh-huh. that none of them complete their character arc. Like, Demandred never sees Rand. Moradin... Yeah. I guess Morden kind of completes his... I, I, I don't know. Morden loses, but, like, uh, Lanfear's character arc is left as a question mark. Yeah. Whether or not you believe that she's alive or not, right? Mm-hmm. Mogidian is enslaved again. Yeah. Um, which I, I... Yeah, okay. Um, you which know, he it's, says is a fate worse than death, and it's like, all right. It's sort of interesting... Um, it's an interesting thing to be like, we didn't really do anything with any of these villains, but if there, if there were more books, which there aren't going to be, they would they get their would, stories told yeah. eventually. And that's why I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't really piss me off. Cause I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I can see that like Lanfear would try and do something tricksy like that. And it makes sense. She is like, if, if we are to believe that she's literally the master of Teleranriad and she knows how it works better than anybody else, I, I can see how she would get away with it, but I, it doesn't, like, mean anything yeah. because there is no resolution. Um, I love this. Uh, huge Robert Jordan move, though, to make something not clear at all but claim it is obvious enough in the text and canonically established regardless, e.g. who killed Grendel. I, it also just... Who killed Asmodian? It gets into... It's one of those times when it gets into, like, the power scaling of abilities in a way that feels preposterous. That Wait, what do you mean? Perrin could get so good at the dream uh-huh. that he is better than someone who, like... Than, than he That he is so far ahead of Egwene in the dream, uh-huh. but that Lanfear is so far ahead of him in the dream... And that Lanfear didn't fuck up the entire plot of everything the whole time. Like, if she is this good in the dream world, <laughs> what has she been doing for two years? These, like, these, the, the Forsaken? She wanted Rand to win so they could get married and fuck. <laughs> but she didn't do anything in the dream world to that end. Like, Grendel's doing stuff in the dream world. But why wasn't Lanfear fucking torturing the three girls in their dreams every night? If, if, if that is her goal, if the, if the thing that she wants to do, right, mm-hmm. is have Rand be hers, and she'll do anything to do it, and she has this insane ability, this level of ability that even Perrin, who we have seen absolutely masters the dream in the flesh, right, he he is so tricked by this. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was Lanfear doing all this time? It's a great question. And so, and, and it, it just, it's... And it's kind of a problem of, like, the Forsaken are suddenly good in the final chapter. Is like, okay, well, if they're good now, what the fuck happened for two years that these characters were literally incompetent? Yeah, yeah. Were they waiting for Rand to get good enough for them to, like... Uh, well, you know and, what I mean? And it and does it, bring up the timeline question that we talked about. And, and chat can help us out with this, I'm sure. But, um, Demandred has been with the Sharans for two years, right? Yeah. So he has to be, like, the first person to have been let out. No, two years was when, um, I the, no, uh, the two years is I the World. I didn't think, I was. It's been two years. It's been two full yeah. years. Okay. Because okay, Agonor and Belthamel were already out when they got to I the World, right? Right. So, so, so Demandred went straight to Shara. Yeah. He's like, these fuckers, I know how to fuck with them. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, fair enough. Um... 
Yeah, it's 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 a fine reveal. It's something that like <coughs> again doesn't like actually matter to the Here's books. Here's the thing. I... It's it's just like a fun like in a live stream ten years later to be like, look. Sure. I, I think I think That's that so this reveal would be far more interesting to me mm -hmm. if there were a lot of character resolutions at the end of the book. Because right now it just feels like another thread that wasn't resolved, right? Yes, yeah. But like every character, like no character, maybe not no character. I feel like most of our characters did not get a satisfying end for me personally at the end of the series. Yes. Um, and so Landfear also having that and having Perrin think he killed her but didn't, like, that is just another loose thread. And I'm like, okay, like, it checks out for the Wheel of Time, but it, I just <laughs> don't, I don't find it that interesting. And so it was, like, this big reveal, and I was like, yeah, I agree okay, sure. Let's get into <laughs> your questions, y'all. Hell yeah. Um, Relic Hunter mm -hmm. asks, you've read the series. Do you think it was worth it? Yes. That's so tough because mm -hmm. it is really hard to, we have to say yes to that question. Even if we hated the books, because let's be real, for us, for our channel, for our financial livelihood, for, for what has changed for us since the Wheel of Time kind of got our channel on the upward trajectory. Okay. Like, yeah. if we take the books out of it, the Wheel of Time has been such a beneficial franchise for the growth of our company and yeah, has made and so many things possible community. for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I just want to be, I, I want to be straight up about that. You guys know we don't, we don't fucking mince words. Like it's, we, have, <laughs> we are very honest. We have benefited financially from the series yeah. in a way that like it would be, it would literally be insane for me to say that it wasn't worth it because the last two years have been like the two best years of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and a part of that is book club. Even a huge we, part of it is book club. Even when yeah. we didn't like the books, yeah. right? Like, even when, you know, it felt like a bit of a struggle. Like, the community has been worth it. The growth has been worth it. Yeah. Worth it. The, the like, going to Jordan Con and, like, meeting yeah. people. Like, that was, like, the coolest fucking thing. Getting the, the first, um, the, this series, uh, a, a lifelong dream of mine mm -hmm. from being a young boy going to con was to, at some point in my life, be recognized at a con for my acting or for my art or for something I created. Yeah. And so the first time um, I, I got recognized at a con in my hometown in Calgary. Look, we, we know we know who we know who you are. I don't want to, yeah. like, call you out by your name just in case. You're like, I don't want people to know where I live. Um, That's fair. Um, but my, my, my first time getting recognized at a con uh, was because of the series. And I, it, like, literally made me cry. Like, I had, like, this, like lifelong dream come true because yeah. of the series yeah his daughter and his wife were like don't stop book club and we were like don't worry we're not and it was like yeah we walked away from that experience like being like yeah and so i yeah i mean i i, I mean like yeah it was it worth it fuck of course it was worth it like yeah do you know how much money we've made yeah look beyond the words on the page yeah. it has been worth it on so many levels even yeah. even if even if it was just that it brought me back to reading again yeah yeah, yeah. even that is worth it because i never want to like stop reading again like i never want to lose that part of my life yes um on top of that like the Shadow Rising is still, like, one of my favorite books ever. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, worth no, I, I think, like, the series for me was worth it. Yeah. Uh, the next question is a little bit tougher, though, which is... Blue knows how much money you <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Thank you, executive producer Blue. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. I, I love the idea that Blue has like a whiteboard in his room where he's like tabulating. Right. Um, uh, Randall okay. Hunter says, would you recommend the series? Which is a great question. And I think yeah. that that honestly comes with a lot of caveats. Yeah. Like I, there are people that I would recommend this series to and there are a lot of people I would not recommend the series to. And even the people I would recommend it to, I would, it's funny, someone posted the video in the Discord and it was like, would you recommend The Wheel of Time? It's like, yes, yes. But it's like, it's, it's, oh my God, there's like terrible shit in it and it's so long and it's like blah, blah, blah. And the person that they're trying to recommend it to is like, so you don't recommend the books. And people are like, no, no, I definitely recommend the books, but you have to know these about it first. And it's like, it's, it's funny because of how true that is. <laughs> I think like four chapters from the end. Uh-huh. It was a definite yes. But the um, fact that you don't feel like it paid off And then having read the last chapter and the epilogue, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think that if someone really liked fantasy, like modern fantasy, and was like, where did this come from? Like, what are the roots of this? Mm. I would point them towards this series as a, like, bellwether for a time in fantasy. And, um... With some caveats. Yeah. But, I, like, there's a lot of people I wouldn't recommend this series to. Yeah. And so it would have to be someone who, like, already really enjoys fantasy and is interested in, like, what what, what inspired Brandon... Like, if someone was like, I love Brandon Sanderson, who were his inspirations, I would recommend it to that person. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, no, I think recommendations on The Wheel of Time, especially because of the slavery element um, and because of how much, like, sexual assault there is in it. Um, the, I mean, guys, like... The, I, I would have put these books down if it weren't for the show because of the spankings. Literally, like... There, Even there Brandon was a, Sanderson <clears throat> was like, I'm sorry, I have to spank a Forsaken. Yeah, and like, it's 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 a thing, right? Like, it's yeah. really... It, and it's the one thing he said in that interview that he would change about the series is when he... The spanking, the Forsaken, right? Yeah, yeah. It's... It's so much. It's just so much... It's so many women getting assaulted in the middle... For so long. And it's weird because it just goes... It, like, isn't in the first, like, five or six books. Yeah. But it's a little bit... It is and there, And there's just... Yeah. There's a period of time in the middle where it's just, like, women being physically assaulted every chapter. Yeah. And... There is that one no, section. To no reason, no character growth comes out of it. There's no narrative value. It is just women getting spanked. And then it takes away from Egwene, yeah. like, in the tower. And I think that, honestly, that is, like, detrimental to the series. Um, because... And it would have made me put the series down if I had started it. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I think um, I, I would be careful about it, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's. Yeah. It's, that is a tough question. I think we've answered it to the best of our ability. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think, yeah. The people in my life that I would recommend it to have already read it. Probably, yeah. So it's not really something that comes up for me very often. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, Sharon Scout says, this was a fun journey. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. Congratulations on finishing the series. Thank you so much. Thank you. This can't realistically be answered, but it's fun to imagine. How different do you think the last battle would have been if had RJ written it, especially considering the way you mentioned the loss of specificity and how it leans on the real rule of cool so much? I... Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I... Don't know. Because Robert Jordan was not good at writing battles. What? He wasn't. He, 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 he... That is the one thing that we have praised him. Robert Jordan wrote, like, 
Mm, how, how do I want to phrase this? We I take it back. Yeah, yeah, Robert Jordan saying, we... frequently wrote the events in between battles, but not the battles themselves. And so he used the fog of war to um, have characters not be able to follow the larger battle and instead really wrote from like a very internal personalized view mm. and so i think the difference sorry this is what i mean by I, he, he rob jordan never really wrote the full scale of things and and like my complaints about it was like i was like i'm really in the moment with these characters but i don't really understand what's going on on the larger right. scale yes and we said sometimes that that was like a high high because it felt chaotic in the yes. moment but sometimes and especially for something like i think the last battle you would need a bit more clarity as the battles got bigger i lost the sense of scale within them and the one thing about Brandon Sanderson's take on the last battle is I really understood the scale of it. Right. And so I think that some of the scale would have been lost, but I think some of the interpersonal moments on the battlefield would have been a lot stronger. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it that, would have had different strengths if Robert Jordan had wrote it. Like I I because I just think like when I think back to some of the larger battles that Robert Jordan wrote, like Dumais Wells or um or uh the the battle with the Sanchez in the Woods. Emmonsfield is a little bit different because it it was it was one front. Like, right. he, like the Emmonsfield battle really was Trollocs against Perrin's front. And so it really Fair. worked because it was, it, the scale it was like of it one was, on one. yeah, it was much simpler. But when I think about the larger battles, it's, it's uh, an interesting, I feel like Robert Jordan writes the like being present in the battle better than Brandon Sanderson does. Yeah. But I think that Brandon Sanderson writes the like, global view of it better than Robert Jordan does. Okay. And so I, I'm not saying that it would have been a better version, but I think that it would have been a very different take on The Last Battle. With different focuses as well. It might have been the same POVs in the same order, right? It just would... I think that, like, what those POVs were about would have been very different. Yeah, yeah, for we sure. We would have known what every single Trolloc was wearing. <laughs> and all the Sharns. Uh, Jay, Jay Eddie, Eddie Maldonado. Thank, thank you for that you. super chat. Thank you for that super chat. Um, uh, so uh, a game of rock, paper, scissors has decided uh, that we're doing the Cosmere next. Yes. Um, so we'll get to Stormlight, but I think we're going to start with Mistborn. Yeah, I don't know what these things mean. I like haven't looked. I haven't looked up anything about these books. I don't like. I'm like, are those different series? I don't know how they relate to one another. I'm sure I will find out soon. Um, but thank you. I don't want to know chat. until we start. I, I want to go into the Cosmere fresh because I I know. Nothing. I know that there's a character in the Cosmere whose name starts with a K, and he's important, and that is literally my entire knowledge. And that's it. One of the main characters in the Cosmere's name starts with a K. Mm -hmm. That's it. I have no fucking clue. I don't know what it's about. I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah same. I yeah. I have no idea. Karen. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Thank you. But Zimian says, the way that Sanderson writes battles makes me visualize a video game or anime. I agree with that. And yeah. I see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's one of those weird things where, like, I, I definitely remember loving how Robert Jordan wrote battles while also feeling like they were chaotic and crazy and that I didn't fully mm -hmm. understand what was going on, which I think was the goal. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We got a lot of experts in chat for 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 Cosmere, so right. Uh, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm so excited after the way that Robert Jordan or uh, Brandon Sanderson rather uh, wrote the battle seat or the the use of magic in this, and how everyone says that like creative uses of magic systems is his thing. Yeah, that I really love. Yeah, uh, and yeah. so I'm I'm excited to get into it. Okay, I so okay so so 
Do you understand where I'm going with this brand, the, the battles thing, though? Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm not saying that either of them is going to write a better version. And the yeah. version that we got of the last battle, it's a mir- it's a fucking miracle that it works. Yes, It should agreed. It should be boring as fuck. Um, but it isn't. And I that's a testament to how, like, big scale Brandon Sanderson's brain works. Yeah. I think that I would not have enjoyed Robert Jordan's take on it as much because I would want confusing. to understand the bigger scale stuff a little bit more. Right, and yeah. For the same reason that the the Crown of Swords fight with uh-huh. the um, Sanchin in the mountains, or is that in, is that in Crown of Swords, or is that in the next one, Path the, of Daggers? In the mountains. Yeah. Path of Daggers. No, it's literally Path of Daggers because that is the Path of Daggers in the mountains. I can't. That's remember. the one thing the, I remember. So Pat, the Pat, the fight in Path of Daggers. Yeah. I remember being like, this feels so important, and I have no fucking clue where anybody is. They're just right. in the woods. And I think that Brandon Sanderson's version of that I would have enjoyed more. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas, like, maybe Brandon Sanderson's version of, like, Dumai's Wells, I don't know if I would have enjoyed more because it was... I wouldn't have cared. The Lord of Chaos. Yeah. Well, well and, and Dumai's Wells, I didn't really care about the, like... And, and Robert Jordan, what that's not necessarily true about Dumai's Wells because once the Ashaman show up, I feel like Dumai's Wells does actually expand a little bit into, like, what is physically happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is one. It is yeah. one of the coolest sequences I have ever read. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, I I do think we would have gotten a very different last battle. I don't know that it's one that I would have enjoyed more, but I think that it is one that other people would have enjoyed more than I did. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm sorry to to derail for a second, but for for okay. So for Brandon Sanderson, is what people say Mistborn trilogy. Yeah, the books we have on our shelf. So that's those three. Yeah. So we're starting with Mistborn. We're starting with we're we're doing three books. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sure. So, but the Cosmere is like the world. Of Again, the... we're gonna find out in January. I just like I I don't even know how many books were. Well, the series reading. isn't done yet, so. I thought Stormlight Archive wasn't done yet. That and that's a different series. But that's Cosmere. It's so it's not a different series. But. I'm like again, genuinely again. I know there is I a don't... character whose name starts with K, and that is the only thing I know. You were trying to get me to explain to you something that I'm no, telling I'm you I don't have any information I'm about. I'm wondering if you know. And I know, but you just chat... brought a conversation back to this. Yeah. I don't have any more information for you. Cosmere. I told is... you the only thing okay. that I know. Okay, Cosmere is the universe. Okay. Oh okay, Cosmere is the universe. We will be talking about the Cosmere in January. Okay. Let's talk about the Wheel of Time now. I just want to understand. But we're, we're not going to understand until January. I want to know. <laughs> no, you're going to no. leave me hanging. I want to I talk about the Wheel of Time. All right, fine. All right. Do you have your own take on this Robert Jordan, Brandon Sanderson, Last Battle question before we move on? No, no, I, I agree with you. I think it just would have been written differently. And <clears throat> some people would have liked it more and some people wouldn't have, depending on I think your that preference. I would have preferred it to have happened that way just so that Brandon Sanders, or uh, just, God, just that Robert Jordan could have finished his series. Right. But. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been longer. Yeah. Um, there probably would have been two more books and that might have helped. Gotcha. Um, Relic Hunter asks... What is one question you would like to ask Robert Jordan about the Wheel of Time? Ooh. What would I like to ask <clears throat> Robert Jordan? Yeah. Um. Ooh. 
Wow. Who wow. killed this Modian? Well, no, I mean he like answered that. Um I was gonna I was gonna say <laughs> the letters, but that was Sanderson. Um <laughs> the, how many the letters. letters? How many letters did uh, uh, I feel like honestly my biggest question would be God, that is so hard. Yeah. It's so hard because like he didn't finish it. And so so many of my questions are like, because this is how it <laughs> ended, he... why did you do this? Has he ever seen snow? That's a good one. Uh he's <clears throat> he's never he's never been on a lake as it freezes. That is one hundred percent for certain. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um <clears throat> Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do you enjoy spanking? <laughs> do you wear wigs? Will you wear wigs? <laughs> My favorite, um, they revealed uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe's villain that he's playing in Toxic Avenger. And mm -hmm. there was a TikTok where someone is like, is Daniel Radcliffe wearing a wig? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would I ask Robert Jordan? About the Wheel of Time. Why did you kill Bella? Ooh, that's why? a good one. Yeah. Why, why was that necessary? Why must you hurt my heart like that? Because Sanderson wanted to have Bella alive, and they said no. I think that I would ask him, honestly, I would ask him, like, why is there so little death in the series? Mm. Like, why did you wait until the last battle for there to be any, like, real stakes for our main character? Is it a zebra? That's a good, that's a good callback. Uh, that's a good it's one. pronounced zebra, so... <laughs> Just saying. Oh my god. Uh, according to the Wheel of Time companion, Bella unaccountably survives. Sure. Because why should anything in this series matter? Like what? this is this is a series, I'm sorry, but this is a series where like years later, don't worry, there were never actually any stakes to begin with. Well, and like it's it like I stop it. Stop. Just let things fucking die. It's okay for things to die. That's what we care about. It what? allows us to have an emotional connection to the stakes of the series. Stop mm -hmm. with this fucking like I don't want to say cuck, but it's like cuck behavior to be like, what? I know I want all of my good guys to be okay. At Why the end is of that cuck behavior? Why are you kink shaming people? Look, okay, you're right. I'm I'm just trying to be funny, but the, <laughs> the, the but the truth is like I'm so I, I'm I like, and it goes back to the landfair thing. Let characters kill things. It is exhausting, and this series is the worst I've ever read for it. To tell me that this is 15 books of war and the only time main characters are actually in danger is right at the end. Because I don't, because, and now I don't buy any of it. I'm like, well, is it going dead? I don't fucking know. There's no body. Well, and the other thing as well is that like, even Sanderson is like, this is my headcanon. Mm -hmm. I wrote it. It's in the series, but it's like my headcanon. And that's such a weird thing to parse out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about the actual like written word of the series if it's not it, it's a it's a weird thing to say i don't know what to i don't know what to yeah. make of it i'm like your head canon as the author should be canon but for some reason it's not and i just it's very confusing james ross says nerdy is using edgelord words now i'm trying to, i i i I'm, i was just making a joke i'm not using it i'm i'm not using it seriously <laughs> No, I know, I know. I know many cucks. They're it's wonderful just people. Funny to call you out, you know. I like to bully you. Um, 
Yeah, I. You know what? I would. I would ask Robert Jordan if a razor is a zebra. No, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, I. I just. Uh, Bazimian says, honestly, I think the reason why he had issues with major character design was because of his blood disease. It could have been a visceral thing for him given his own life. Maybe, and that, if that Maybe. was the answer that was given, like, I, I think that that would be, like, an interesting conversation with him. That, yeah, that would be interesting. It's just one of those things where, like... One piece is like, absolutely nerdy's therapy time. Oh, yeah, 100%. One day I'm gonna stand outside and, like, just voice record you, like, reacting to One Piece without the One Piece in it. It's hilarious. Why? That's what I post on the internet. That's that's true. That is on Patreon. But <laughs> no, it's, just... it's, it's also on the YouTube channel. The no, One on Piece YouTube, cuts out and it's just one... me, like... Yeah, I guess. That's fair. Um... <laughs> Yeah. I just, it's one of those things where Robert Jordan wrote a world that is so dark in yeah. so many other ways, but the death is so tepid. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I would I would love to know. Why, Tuan? <laughs> Why slavery? I Yeah, One Piece is just so well written. It's just so well written. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's not paced very well. I will, I agree with that. Like, I think the pacing of the show isn't great, but mm -hmm. the writing is so strong. Yeah. Um, and, like, the thematic ideas of it and the way it explores relationships. Because, like, Wheel of Time is not good at relationships. It's uh, not good at friendships. <laughs> it's not good at dating. It's not good at marriage. It's not even off page. Not even particularly good at, like, villain-hero relationships. Um, That's true. I think that, <laughs> I think Brandon Sanderson does some work to redeem the, like, Rand Morden uh, uh, relationship a little bit because yeah. it definitely is kind of nothing in the middle um, but yeah, yeah. so Jimris why did you write two on to be black because uh, if it was a white slaver with an American accent who absolutely loved slavery uh, well <sighs> I'm having a rough day I'm going to go to my secondary throne in the slave room so that I can feel better because watching people be broken that's what brings me joy yep yeah love that for, for us Anyways, um... That, that's still, like, it, that's not gonna... even the worst slavery moment in the series. Yeah, so you're gonna have to turn off stream remote so I can read the names. Oh. Um, like, like, this, the, because the worst one is Matt in, um, is that in A Memory of Light or is that in, uh, Which, Towers of Midnight? What, what part? With, with the Daco Ball, where he's like, well, if I wasn't supposed to look, she wouldn't be dressed that's, nakedly. uh, Memory of Light, I believe. Yeah. Like, w like, what the fuck was Brandon Sanderson thinking? Because that, that was Robert wasn't Jordan. Robert Jordan. How do you know? Because Brandon Sanderson at least had to edit it. And Harriet had to edit it. Like, multiple people <laughs> went, you know what? It's cool that Matt sexualizes a literal slave right at the end of the series. That's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not not my favorite moment from our from our boy. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it's not my favorite moment from anything ever. Yeah, so. that's fair. Uh, H. Green asks, how do you think the character splits for the streams, sorry, how do you think the chapter splits for the streams and the reactions affected your enjoyment of the series? I don't think there was ever going to be a right way to do it. Yeah. So. That's fair. I, I think that, unfortunately, it highlighted the issues with the series. Yeah. And And you know what? I'm not going to say unfortunately. I actually think that, like, shining a light on, on the specificity of a narrative and themes and things that are problematic so that we can, you know, do better in the future. I actually, I don't think that that is an unfortunate thing. I mm -hmm. think that it definitely affected our experience of it. I yeah. am, I'm one of those readers that just, like, go, 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 go. And there are things that I for sure would have glossed over. And in a sense, I'm kind of glad that I didn't because it 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 brought a level of critical thinking to this mm -hmm. that 
I, I, I do enjoy, like I, I, I enjoy mm. talking about things on a deeper than surface level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that the, the, that's why you guys are still here after all of this is that you do too, because, you know, at the beginning of book club, there, there, there were a lot more people that watched our stuff. And I think that they were kind of expecting a, like, yeah, this is great. This is good. Awesome. This and, and like keeping it like above board and our kind of content, we're not interested in keeping it like that. We, we want to get into the nitty gritty of it, even if that means shining a light on things that maybe aren't the best. I wouldn't have wanted to go any faster. No, it's gosh. so much. It is a lot. But I also like because like is it Wheel Reads? They do like two chapters a week. Oh yeah, fuck! That would kill oh me. my god, I, I would die. die. I don't know I would how literally to do it. Die. I would be Crossroads so... of Twilight at two chapters a week. I know they're gonna be covering. They're gonna be covering Crossroads of Twilight for like two years. <laughs> I know. No, I was literally I like, you guys are in. When I when I finished Crossroads of Twilight, my first Wheel Weaves, yeah, the, Wheel Weaves. I, I was looking at them like, you guys are fucking crazy. I'm so sorry for you. I know, <laughs> uh, Marik. Thank you so much for that super chat. Oh my gosh. I started reading in grade 11 and when done was well established in my career and married with three kids. It's amongst my favorite media in any format and I find it hard to be objective about its flaws. You've made the discussions always enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. We try. We do try. We don't, I don't know if we always succeed. We're only human and we just, we just do our best, but, um, And sometimes I like, you know, go a little hard and I understand that. And you know what, chat? It, it, it I'm happens. Not sorry. Uh, no, that, seriously. <laughs> thank you for that super duper chat. That's, That's very incredible. Sweet. That is that is a long journey. That is a long journey. I'm actually I'm curious if you are were... your kids' names Rand, Matt, and Perrin. God, can you imagine? Um, there's a, a a porn star on Twitter that I follow, and her dog's <laughs> name is Pips. What? What? <laughs> Just came out of fucking nowhere. Okay. No, she's a big Wheel of Time fan, and I, I like, I, I always love when she tweets about her dog Pips because it just, like, I think it's cute. What? I think name name your pets after things that you love. I get it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for that super duper chat. Um, Samantha as well. Thank you for that super chat. What did you think of the narrative promise of when the Sanshin find out that Soldam can channel their empire will crumble, meaning absolutely nothing? I felt duped as a reader. Yes. Why Why do you think... Well, yeah. Yes. Remember, like, three, four, four books ago when I was like, if... Uh, yes, London if is... That's there, is. If there's no resolution to the Sanchin, I will never read the series again. I, I probably will never read past book five or six again. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll read Shadow Rising again in my life. It's too good a book not to. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'll, I'm never... I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm never going to read the back half of Wheel of Time again. I... I it's it's a lot of stuff I don't want to read yeah. to get to a resolution that no, doesn't pay off. Honestly, I would read Gathering Storm again. That book, fantastic. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I think I'll just mostly stick to the first half. Yeah, I I don't know. I like the 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 Sanchin crumbling would have been fucking awesome. It would have been so much more thematically interesting than what we got, which was they fucked off and then came back and then threw their animals at the Sharins and then they were done. Yeah. And then Matt is now under threat of being able to be murdered because Tuan's pregnant. Yeah, like, like all like, they the, could have done. Thematically, the Sanchin don't do anything in the final book. So like, it's like, whatever. Like, here's the thing. You could have you could have inserted anything into the very end of this book, right? Maybe Tuan, yeah. because she knows that she can be a soul dime. Maybe Tuan gets pregnant and is like, oh shit, what if my child can channel and like has a moment? Like literally like anything. Yeah. Like, uh, anything. I would have taken Matt, fucking crumbs. Matt's sisters, 
can both channel. True. So if Tuan, like, oh, yeah. But but again, that would involve this series acknowledging that Matt ever mentioned his sisters to Tuan, which I don't know that he did. I doubt it. Which he probably didn't because they, they can channel, I don't think they know anything right? about one another like, except horses. They've literally, like, these, these characters don't trust each other. Yeah. They're married because Tuan is hot when she enslaves women. Uh, and yeah. so the... Like a leopard. <laughs> the, the... The element of this series where these characters have communicated at all with one another and have a real relationship doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. And so them suddenly having that moment at the end would be very weird. Or giving us the conversation with Archer Hawkwing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been two pages and, like, I honestly, I would have been so happy. Like, just giving anything that the world might turn towards wait, something better. Wait, Michael Kioski just fixed the Wheel of Time. At the end of A Memory of Light, Doc Brown shows up and tells Red, It's your kids, Red! Something's gotta be done about your kids! Marty! The one power! God damn Where it. we're going, we don't need the one power! He up in a DeLorean. Ah! Way to the danger zone. <laughs> oh man, fixed it, guys. Michael Kioski is a is a literary wizard. Well done, well done. Can you imagine? That would have been hilarious. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Just anything, just anything to do with the Sanjin would have been so nice. Yeah. But I mean, I, I know it's not mentioned, but it is my headcanon that to become a hero of the Horn, you actually have to be a good person, that, uh, and that Archer Hawkwing, like, you know learned the error of his slavery ways. Uh, um, well, no, he didn't enslave the women. He just killed he them all. Them. He yeah. just killed them all. But they were also at war with them in a way that, like, they're not in this time, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Archer Hawking has had lifetimes upon lifetimes to uh, reflect on his behavior. And also, like, the Hawkwing that was alive is not the same as the Hawkwing in the dream world. Yeah, because he's fighting alongside Aes Sedai. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like there is just no way that that is the same person. And having a character be like, look, this is a bit of a cheat code, but I'm going to give you my decades and, uh, and centuries of wisdom on But if you're people, not going to do that, what's the point of having the wheel? Like if, what, if yeah, what is the point of having the wheel? If if you can't learn from the people in their past lives, and if they don't, if that affects nothing moving forward, then okay, Here, here's the thing. Here's, Moradin was right. No. This is this is where the wheel of time, uh -huh. being Eastern philosophy, and the Creator and the Dark One relationship, being Judeo-Christian philosophy, don't match up, right? Yeah. Because the idea behind the the cycle of rebirth is that you are trying to become better so that at some point you reach enlightenment right? yeah and that that there is a inherent value in living your life better because it will increase your chances of being turned out better not just being turned out different right it, that there is a right. that there is a potential of like inter like if you do good in your growth. life yeah. yeah if you try to live your life as a good person yeah. That 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 hopefully those like tendencies will follow you into your next life yes. because otherwise it I, like I don't I don't really get the idea of reincarnation. Yes. It's like so, okay, yeah, I was a bumblebee in my past life. That doesn't mean anything. The, but the wheel of time takes that but puts it underneath the more important Judeo-Christian battle above it of God and the devil. And so you <laughs> end up in this weird thing where like the wheel is not the 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 wheel is not the goal the wheel is a creation of god yeah 
and the the devil is trying to influence God's creation. Yeah. And so it, it is less about the interpersonal lives of the people on the wheel than it is with how they react. And so it just becomes Judeo-Christian again, rather than putting the wheel above the creator and the dark one, um, which would create a different kind of pyramid, but would involve a very different kind of storytelling than what this book is. Right. Which is just another Jesus story, because Rand is just Jesus. Like, he, he just is, right? Yeah. All the way through veins of gold being like his tests in the 40 you know what i mean like it, it's so it's such a christian allegory that wants to play with eastern mysticism but in a way that it doesn't fully understand and so it that gets very confused particularly at the end of the series yeah when jesus is suddenly saying but buddhism is the way and you're like well that's that doesn't really it doesn't work. tell anybody and keeps that information to himself. Samantha A says, "Well, you can't top Jesus, which I is think not Jesus true because Jesus is a bottom. Jesus is a bottom, a hundred percent. You know, Avienda wore the strap on Grial. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, um, no, Avienda, Avienda is not a bottom. She I, tops Elaine and Rand at the same time. Yeah." <laughs> Uh, Wheel right. of Time fan edit says the series is 14 plus one books. If you had the option, would you and how would you condense it? Ah, fuck. Um, I wouldn't. Wheel of Time fan edit would ask that. Very clever. I, I wouldn't. Uh, because <laughs> there is no there is no conclusion to the series right now that is worth condensing down to make the rest of it fit that better. Like you would have to rewrite the whole. If I could take stuff whole... from the no. middle and tack it onto the end, I, like if I could take time out of the middle, and that means we would get more epilogue and like what happens afterwards, then I would do that. The length of the series isn't a problem. It is the the content of the series not matching with like the themes of the series at times and, and the dragging in the middle. Like, see, I think the middle books are definitely too long for the things that happen in them. I think like you could easily take out probably a full book's worth of stuff between seven and 11. Sure. I just don't think that that makes any of it better. It just makes it shorter. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're still getting to the same conclusion just with less in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can do that, yeah. but then you're just cutting people's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I, I think that, like, I think that if you were to... The, the only condensing I would do is that I would fix... I would move the writing that exists around so that the timeline in the middle doesn't get so weird. Mm. Like, I would set up the book so that some conclusions happen together so that there's a little bit more, like, thrust into the finales of some things. Um yeah. I would also just, I would just like foreshadow things better. Like I think that if, if I were to rewrite the Wheel of Time, but I had to keep the events, like why Rand believes the events of the cleansing would work, I would find a way to foreshadow that because I don't hate the scene. I think the chapters around the cleansing are very good. I just think that it comes out of fucking nowhere. And it like, it still doesn't make sense at the end of the series well, how that how that was supposed to function. It doesn't, I, I don't really get <clears throat> how it functions either, but Rand does take inspiration from the wounds in his side. That um, doesn't, but, but here's the problem. The wounds are coexisting. So like, that doesn't even make sense because the wounds don't cancel each other out. Right. Like, if the wounds canceled each other out, if they, like, that would actually be really interesting. If he got if the second wound. If when he got tried to heal by Flynn, yeah. if when Flynn tried to heal him, and it kind of, he, like, instead, like, meshed them together with the power, and they, like, pfft, I mean, you know, he'd lose his ribcage, but. A thousand percent. That would make, that would set up, if, if the wounds fought each other, 
and disappeared, then the Mashadar d- destroy the taint would a thousand percent make sense. Right. Instead, those wounds exist the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> Rereads, you see it, Kevin. I I don't I don't think that it was. I think no. I think you I see really, it if you think that them like constantly fighting one another like works for you. But they don't. But they don't fight each other. They just both hurt Rand. They're yeah. not. They the, the two wounds don't impact each other at all. They just both exist. And so Taint and Mashadar should both exist. Like, to say that because he has both wounds, mm-hmm. that that should imply that the, that the cleansing works, is, it, it doesn't, that, 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 that's not foreshadowing. Because the, the two wounds are fine together. Yeah, they coexist. They, they, they work. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. It's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's kind of, I think it's a little bit weak in the in the way that we thought like you know the parent like axe hammer metaphor was like a little bit weak. It's like I see what you were going for there, but it, when you when you really dive into it, it doesn't quite. Well, the problem with the axe and the hammer mm-hmm. is that we don't get any of parent after the war is over, True. and so we only see parent pick up the hammer and do all the fucking things he would have done with the axe. Right. Like there's there is no fundamental difference between Perrin's actions with Mahalanir and with his axe. There right. just isn't. He's still killing the same people he would have killed in the same fights he would have been in. Right. He If we had gotten his resolution at the end of the series where he was able to put away his hammer and stop fighting. Yes. Or that would have been cool. Or if at any point in the series Perrin had de-escalated a situation without violence at any point. And I guess he does with the white cloaks, kind of. His trial is kind of that. But then again, kind of, but he, he says he'll like pay for it later on. But even in that trial, he says, if you disagree with me, I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, even Perrin is like, I am going, like, I hope that you agree, but I am going to fucking murder you if you don't, is like not the best. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple like, like, um, metaphors that just don't 100% work all the way through. Sean is like, but now he has a magic murder hammer. Yes. It, and thank God he does for those uh, dark hounds because, uh, damn. <laughs> Metheny's cat, what's up, Sammy? Hey, uh, Sammy. Says, Pat and Fane's ending is pretty much universally disliked, including by Sanderson, which I find yes. interesting. Yes, we, we talked about that. He said he wished that it gone differently, but yeah. But a more controversial one is Loghain's. Wait, what? Is Loghain's ending controversial? He's the only one that actually has a full arc and an ending. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people argue that Andrel sort of stole his screen time and Loghain deserved more. First, I love Andrel, as I know you do, but how do you feel about this overall? Um, I, I agree. Like, I think that you could cut Andrel, give all of that to Loghain, and the series would be more interesting. I think that, like, uh, Loghain suddenly having a talent with gateways would, uh, really fuck things up. Yeah, but you could just have him be good at gateways because he's powerful. Like, you could literally cut it out. You, it doesn't need to be a talent. But then he's not almost turned, and he doesn't, like... But yeah, but all of that happens... To, a- Andrew's literally in the room when all that happens. Like, Andrew and Logan are in the room together for that. And then instead yeah. of getting Andrew's POV, we could have gotten more... Um, we could have gotten Logan's POV of it happening. Logan Pavara could have just been one of... Lo- like, Pavara and Logan could have fallen in love. Like, you can cut Andrew and Logan. You can mesh those two into one person so easily. Because they're they, they only have two scenes together. And then you kind then, of cut then, out Logan Andrew showing able... up and being the best character. But then, but then, like you wouldn't. Then Logan, I think the show will mix have... them together. 
maybe. You wouldn't have Loghain looking for the scepter while Andral is, like, like comes to warn him about the children being slaughtered and Loghain having, like, making that choice. But you can make just uh, someone come tell Loghain that the children are being slaughtered without it being Andral. He's there with a bunch of Ashaman. The Ashaman can still push... And Loghain can have side characters that are Ashaman. You just give all of the, like, narrative time to Loghain. The one thing that you can't do is the Andral walks up and magically steals the fucking seals of the Dark One's prison from Mazram Tame's waist, which I still hold is one of the dumbest things I've ever read in my life. I hate that scene with a passion. I thought it was hilarious. But but I don't want it to be funny. Right. I don't want, like, a Looney Tunes reason at this point in the series. Yeah. From a person who is never shown to be a thief. Like, again, like, if Vannon had done it, I'd buy it, right? Yeah, it's it's one of those things, though, with Loghain, where I think maybe Sanderson just didn't want to, like, mess around with Jordan's previously established characters. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I think that that does need to be taken into consideration. I hear what you're saying. I think you can definitely give Andrew stuff to Loghain, and maybe that, yeah, maybe they will on the show. And it doesn't, like, matter, really. But I do not think that Loghain's, like, arc and ending is controversial. It is probably my favorite in the entire series. I agree with you. I just think he could have been given more time. Yeah, sure. Because there, there, there's a large chunk where Loghain just disappears. Oh, shit. Shh. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> you said there's a part where Loghain disappears, which... There's just a large yeah. section where Loghain just disappears, and then it's like, oh, he was captured off screen at some point. And you're like, I yes, I mean, I guess he was. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But the same thing happens to Alana, right? Where it's like, they disappear for a while, and then the next time we see them, they were captured somewhere. And, like, we don't even know where they were when they were captured. True, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a thing that, like, happens multiple times in, in the end of the series is that these important characters just kind of end up captured somewhere. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. It, it, it is fine that all that happens off page, but, like, it, that's stuff that, like, could have happened on page. And it would have made Loghain's... Like, seeing Loghain's capture and him fighting against being captured would have been great for his character, but we just don't get that time with him. Yeah. And it's fine, but it... it I, I agree. Like, I think that, that that time could have been shown. Yeah, that's fair. Um, over time, uh, this is another Methany's cat question. Uh, over time, the Shadow set up long-term plans. Most of them at least partially blew up in their faces, like the compulsion of Jane Farstrider and sending him to set up one of the lures for the Eye of the World. Wait, I'm sorry, what? What? Most of them at least partially blew up in their faces, like the compulsion of Jane Farstrider and sending him to set up one of the Eyes in the World. One of the lures? What? What? They compulse Noel? What lures? What? What are? What? What does that mean? I have no idea. I have no idea what that means. I'm so sorry, Metheny. I literally don't understand. Um, (laughs) is there something you who you think was initiated by the shadow or a plan that you find particularly interesting? For me, it has to be a Shamayo's compulsion of Arthur Hawkwing and its far-reaching consequences. I wish they got into that more, honestly. Yeah, like, I wish we'd had that moment at the end with Arthur Hawkwing and Tuan to be like, look, the shadow was, the shadow influenced me, and by influencing me has influenced my children and their generations and then turned you, and I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. Yeah. That would have been great. Yeah, um, apparently this is a deep-in-the-weeds fan theory. Jane was a tool of Ishii before we met him, was he? What? What? 
The, the guy, guy who went to the setting and told the Ogier about the eye, which was a rumor, which then reached everyone, was Jane? Personally, Ogier heard the rumor of the eye of the world. Wait, the eye of the world is a rumor? But there's prophecies about it. Yeah. Isn't that... Huh. Okay, cool. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, that is news to me. I don't... I don't understand that, though. If Okay, so if you know there's a giant pool of Sidin... Uh-huh. ...that Rand can wield... Uh-huh. Why would you point him towards it? So that he starts going mad? Okay, but Agnor and Belthamal died... I don't know. That seems well, like a pretty why, terrible fucking plan. That's why it says the the blue pant plans also, blew up in their faces. That's also how they get the eye. That's how they get the horn and the banner to use it. Yeah, that seems like a terrible plan. Ishamaya, the Forsaken are so fucking incompetent that like Ishamaya was like, "Hey, Jane Farstrider, I need you to go tell the heroes where the instruments of our destruction are." It would be like if Palpatine was like, "Hey." Uh, what the fuck is um, the, the pilot's name uh, in fucking uh, Rogue One? I need you oh. to go tell this guy's daughter how to blow up the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need you... <laughs> that, I'm not gonna lie, that makes no sense to me at all. To free the Forsaken? The Forsaken were already free, Yeah, James. Shamael is already out. Agnor and Belthamel are already They're out. Already out. They're already out. They're already out. I don't... Yeah, I think that wh whoever set that up, Ishamayo, you fucking idiot. That's a terrible plan. The the shadow couldn't find the eye because it's magically not in the same place. So yeah. Ishi set up Rand to need to go there so that A and B could follow and try and take the eye for themselves. Why? But but why? What? Why was Rand able to find it, but they weren't? Yeah, if if you can only have gone there once, they how they can't magically follow Rand there because it's how. Because that is literally how the eye of the world works. You magically get there. You just don't... Like, how so far Agatha would they have had to, to be had to have behind? never been there before. They had to have never been there before. And they have to have been, like, I don't know, within, like, 10 feet of him? Like, I don't understand how that works. Sure. Uh, their plans suck. <laughs> so, uh, nine months after the last battle, is the population of Randland higher than before it started? No. It's very low. It's bad. Well, no, nine months. You got to give it at least three more months for the babies to be born. <laughs> it doesn't. No, no, that doesn't matter. the The amount of food that's left in Randland, um, the the like harvesting cycles. You you have to imagine like they have to start the harvest and grow, and that's assuming they even have seed to use, right? Uh, just like logistically from a farming level, the amount of time it's going to take to build up enough food to support the level of pregnancy in the country, like it's it's going to take a couple of years. Yeah, and I'm assuming, like, 70% of the population is dead. Oh, no, there's a whole... Like, the, the thing that this book doesn't talk about is how immediately after the last battle, there is an ongoing famine for at least a year. Because the seasons are fucked up and the world has to heal. I was going to say, Rand can just go... And the apples will grow, but he fucks off, so... Yeah. Like, the, the, the world... The world that. is fucked, and... When, like... I think that the only reason I think about it this way is because I grew up around farms and working on farms and like like because i'm from the part of the world that creates food my brain goes all right so if we look at a grain harvesting cycle you're <laughs> it's defined loyal's just gonna sing it yeah okay but you only have one you only have a single like 
you only have like one steady number of gears, right? And plague. Yeah, honestly, with the amount of dead bodies and dead Trollocs, people are probably very ill. Yeah, but like in terms of the, oh the things will get better. A decade on from this, things are probably okay. But like you're looking at it like at years least of five years yeah. of of healthy grain cycle to get your um. But Rand grew a bunch of plants at Shale Ghoul. Sure, sure, but you have to move those, right? No, I know, I know. Um, yeah. It's, you, you, you have a really tough, and, and that's probably why the books didn't want to get into it, right? But you have a really tough um, road ahead of you in terms of repatriating people to the countries they're from. Yeah. Um, finding people land to work, finding people who want to work the land, who have the strength to work the land. The Sanjana are the only one who survived because Matt heard Rand sing the song. <laughs> So uh, he just grows some... It's actually... It, it, it is an interesting... Like, you could write a really interesting book about the logistics of recovery for the land and for farming and for, like, repopulating cities. You could write a textbook. And, like, repopulating, like, the food stores of those cities. It No, no, you could write a really interesting story about, like, the emotional weight of it, right? Sure, yeah. yeah you would have to frame the book from the point of, like, Elaine and, and some of these characters who are a little bit more tied in. And the emotional toll of, because I think we're seeing this right now, right? And not to make this too dark, but I was listening to a podcast, uh, The Daily did an episode about coral and how coral is dying. And the emotional weight that the people who are trying to save the coral reefs in Florida are under trying to save the coral from the rising sea temperatures. Yeah. Is, it's a lot. It's really heavy and it's tough. And like, it would be a depressing book at first, but there is a light at the end of that tunnel. Less so for the coral, but um, there there would be a light at the end of the tunnel for them as they are like watching thousands and millions die, as they are working to make sure that the next generation doesn't face the same thing. Yeah, and you you could write a very interesting, but also very dark and sad book about that. But yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but but you know, like that's grain rough. grain cycles are really like. The way that you treat your soil to get a good grain cycle is, is is hard. It's it's not as simple as just putting seed in the ground and water. Like it is about how you remove it and how you replant and when you replant and all of that has been thrown off for two years at this point, and everything is dead. And so like you're gonna have to go around and dig up all of those dead roots, get all of that out of your soil, replant your soil, refertilize your soil, get those grains moving again. Yeah. Like they, they've got a lot of work ahead of them and they don't have a lot of livestock producing manure to create that fertilizer. So like th th there's a lot of work left to get the world going again. And True. Th there's there there could be an interesting story there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's fascinating. I honestly like did not think about it, but it, you you're right. Randland has got some dark years uh, ahead of it for sure. But yeah, the the honestly, you're gonna have a lot of pregnancies in those nine months. You're gonna have a lot of miscarriages. Like there's just not gonna be enough. Um, here's the thing: unless like the fish were never affected, because we never heard anything about the well, well, we never heard anything about like like the the ocean temperature like changing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like the sea folk might actually have an abundance of food. I I I feel like they would have shared it at this point. Yeah, but the but, level of refrigerate. Oh yeah, I guess you could move it from the docks with the one power yeah i'm I, like you know like the fish might be fine and maybe everyone just like eats sushi for the next five years but i'm gonna i'm gonna hold that hope that that they're okay with it yeah it's interesting it, it would be an interesting exploration like obviously swan died so no one knows anything about fish anymore there, there there is a there's a level of um there's a level of one power that like you can overcome a lot of that but um certainly not enough to like have the channelers everywhere doing it right so you're you're it's not impossible. It's just that they, the world has a rough couple of years ahead of it to get 
the the economics moving right like those things just take time they just do right look at how the the tale of the 2008 housing market how long it took everything to get going again even after the economy had recovered a little bit yeah and it's because getting the motion of goods in motion again involves you hiring the truck company and then the truck company getting enough jobs that it gets another truck and like those kind of things take time to kind of build back up right and so five years ten years down the road you're going to see a lot of change but like that first year is going to be rough yeah yeah oh for sure it's gonna be rough yeah Melanie also says, sorry, my cat has a dark sense of humor. Or, sorry, Methany. Uh, <laughs> Mods, those are three questions, three messages. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Iltuam says, uh, do you consider the Lanfear reveal to be canon, even though it's stupid and doesn't make any sense? Or do you, like me, consider someone else's head canon theory about which the author is all, yeah, I was thinking of that, but didn't bother to actually put it in the book, to be uh, open to interpretation and relegated really to personal head canon territory? I... Um, I think that it is canon. Here's the thing. Everything that Brandon Sanderson added, he says, is his own headcanon. So it, it... But the Landfear thing is canon. That's from Harriet. They said that in the interview. Um, I thought he ran it by Harriet, and she was like, yeah. Uh, no. The the, the Landfear reveal is canon. Because they would have been dealt with in the Outrigger books. Yeah. Which aren't about slavery, by the way. Everyone was like, this is going to be dealt with in the Outrigger books. All the Outrigger books are is that Perrin is going to go kill Matt and Matt wakes up in a ditch and is like, oh no, my luck ran out. That's literally all that those two sentences are. Yeah. Those books were not about curing the the way in which Brandon Sanderson and Robert Jordan wrote slavery. Um, yeah. And I don't know that they would have. Oh, isn't there a thing? Did I miss it? I'm remembering there was a, a, a thing about the, the ways being cleansed. Is that like a chapter or like a, a side a chapter story he wanted or to write something? That he cut. That he cut. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe chat can shed some light on that. I don't really know why you would do that. I don't know where it would go. I mean... It, it just isn't really, like, relevant to the events of the last battle. If it's something that Rand did not there. after, I could see it. But, like, why would you cleanse them? Yeah, because also, Sanderson also, like, believes that, like, Rand comes back and is a dad and whatever. And I'm so like... So the kids he forgot about? Where did... Where is that in the epilogue at all? <laughs> Oh, it was a cut chapter that was published as... Oh, it's published. It's a short story. Okay, interesting. interesting. Okay. I guess once you have channeling, like, why do you care about the ways? Like, they're, they're moving well, people, the people so who... effectively with Waygates in the last battle. Like, when are when would they have done it? You would have to do it in, like, The Gathering Storm. I don't... I think that once you get to A Memory of Light, it's too late to, like, go on another side quest. Although Fayil goes I mean, on a side quest. A so, like... lot of the channelers are dead and not everyone can create gateways. So the ways I think are just another tool to maybe help move food around the country and like help except like... They, except you know that there are hundreds of thousands of Trollocs in them. Well, no, no. If they cleanse the ways, like if they like... But cleansing the ways doesn't remove the Trollocs. It just removes Machin Chan. Oh, I just assumed that you kind of just like lit it on fire and it and everything like died and the kind of was reborn. I don't know. Sure. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it doesn't I don't know happen. Why so. those Trollocs would still be in the ways, though? Because the last battle. That's how happening. they're moving around. Yeah, but they should be out of the ways and fighting by now. But mm, I don't know. I don't I'm know. assuming people are they're they're still moving things in the ways, right? They just didn't get the memo. They're like, oh shit, we're missing the last battle, guys. We gotta hurry up. It's cleansing the ways of Trollocs. It was a cut concept where Perrin closes the Camelon Way gate. 
Oh. Yeah, I just oh, don't. I, okay. I can see the value of that after the last battle, but they they've already given up on Camelon, so I don't really know. Yeah, it doesn't. It it yeah. I can see I don't why know it's what cut. It does. I can see why it's cut. Yeah. It messes up the timeline, but Perrin needs to go stop the Trollocs from continuing to reinforce. I mean, they give up on Camelon so fast, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I can see why I it's, see why it's cut. cut. Anyway, sorry, back to Ildram's question. I feel like we've talked about this reveal. Yeah. Uh, hearing Brandon Sanderson talk about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool, but it, it doesn't matter, and yeah. it doesn't mean anything. So It also just, like, I actually really liked the idea that in her desperation, Lanfear turned to Perrin because, like, getting out of her problems using the idea of being with a man is sort of her, like, weakness. And it being just her manipulating Perrin is a kind of a less interesting version of that to me. Yeah, fair. Because, like, it implies that she thinks that... I don't know. I just... I don't I, I don't really know what it says about Perrin. Here's the... Here's and also, Perrin killing a woman is more interesting if he actually did it and has to live with the consequences of it. But, like, Perrin finding out that he didn't actually kill Lanfear is like, all right, well... Yeah, because he says, I'll, like, bear that burden for Rand, and then he doesn't actually have to. I also, like, I'm pretty sure when we read that moment and we talked about it last week's book club, mm -hmm. I didn't really like it... Uh, when I didn't know that Lanfear was alive, I was yeah. like, I actually really don't like this moment because I think Lanfear is a more interesting character if she, like, doesn't really want to be a dark friend anymore. Like, if she's, yeah. like, if, if there's more complications there and her just dying kind of was, like, okay, yeah, whatever. So her being alive, I don't hate it. I I, I really don't. I know a lot of people do. It depends do. on if she goes on to continue to be the villain in the Outrigger books. But it doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter, yeah. Yeah, and that's the problem is it doesn't matter. All right. Um, Skeptical Mario says, I'll give you $2 for every character you get in the quiz. Will you stream taking it? Do you think that we could do this at the end of our stream today, or should we do this at another stream? Well, let's let's get through the questions. And then we'll see. And if we haven't done three hours yet... Skeptical Mario, fun. this will either be another stream, or we might do this at the end of today's stream. But we're not going to do it right this second, because I want to make sure that we do get to everything that people have asked. Yes, yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Fur de Woon. Uh, oh, wait. I want to... Christian Rapper says... Um, or no. Uh, Rantel Moore says, I don't see any difference apparent between killing her versus thinking he did. Because if he sees her, if he fights her again in the Outrigger novels, him knowing, him, it like takes away from this moment if he then finds out later he didn't actually do it. Which it kind of seemed like because Sanderson like, thought was going to be the case. This is the closest thing we get to like a resolution on Perrin's character arc, which is that he's supposed to choose nonviolence and he murders a woman at the end. So um, his whole like, not being violent hammer versus axe thing is like completely tossed away in this end of his character. Yeah. And then for him to find out that not only did he throw away his character arc at the very end to kill another person, um, he didn't even actually do that. He just thought that he did. And so he threw away his character arc because he got tricked because he doesn't know the dreaming well enough for land like it's just it's 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 a hat on 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 a hat and parents arcs of like i need to learn to be a leader over and over and over again but also like his like violence versus not violence and here's the thing like it's just like here's the thing what the, you kill somebody wolf... with doesn't fucking change that you were killing people but also the wolves know do they call her moon hunter i think yeah the wolves know her very well yeah. it stands to reason Perrin would find out she's still alive yeah Pretty quickly, if she goes back into Teleron Riyadh, at least. Because the wolves will fucking know that it's her, right? Like, eh. 
Yeah. It, yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Ferdamoon says, I've asked this once before, but now that you've finished the series, it would be interesting to see if you've changed your minds. If you could funnel the show budget into one event from the books, uh, which event do you feel would be most important in order to drive forward character development, drive story development, hook the watchers, and just in general be an event that you feel is important and worth being a bit extra cool? Which event is just too good important to cut or merge into something else? Which event deserves to be most familiar, uh, most similar to how it is portrayed in the books? Don't limit yourself to what you think is feasible to achieve. Go ham. The last time we chose uh, the cleansing. Yeah. Um, and uh, you chose Ruidian. Yeah. Which, like, here's the thing. If you are looking for the show to hook people in, both of those things are too far into the series. Yeah, the thing, it has to be the Battle of Emmonsfield. That is the same book as Ruidian. That's book four. That's, the, that's next season, though. Because season one and two have already happened. That's season three, though. Look, okay, I'm going to give you two answers. No, no, but I'm saying that season one and two are already already out. Yeah, I'm going to give you two answers. I'm going to give you one uh, as if I was, like, starting the show when I wanted to hook people in immediately. And then I will give you the same answer because it's always going to be Ruidian. Ruidian is the coolest fucking concept. It's my favorite. Like, book four is my favorite book. Like, that answer won't change. Um, But definitely, if I were to have an event... That is near the beginning of the series that really, really hooks people in. Mm-hmm. I think, honest to God, I would include, and maybe tweak a little bit, the prologue of Eye of the World. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's, it's instead of having the weird scene with... The ish, bassinet scene? Yeah. Instead of having that, I would have, like, the, the, the like... The world literally falling apart around Lucerin and the mountain erupting. Like, that would be my season one hook for new new watchers, new, like, old readers. Like, all of those people, like, that is, that is, I think, that, that would be, like, the crux of what I would base season one of the show on. You mean you wouldn't start your fantasy series with Rosamund Pike putting on clothes? Actually, no, I would start it with, Eliana! Eliana! <laughs> Honestly, Winter Dragon did it wrong, but like I think like could have been, could, yeah, could have been a really really interesting concept to get people hooked onto the show. Personally. I I agree. I think yeah. I, if if we were restarting the show, I think that it would be starting with the boar, sealing the dark one, and oh. I would have I would have it be Rosamund Pike's voiceover. Similar to the one that's there. Yeah. But instead of it being a voiceover over her putting on clothes and heading out the door. It's the as if it's like orgy her fucking the leaving off. for work in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I would, I would have it be the bore. And I would have it start with the dark one being sealed away. Right. Um, however you want to visualize that. Because it's. Or even the breaking. And but the, and that is how I would set up the taint. I would like I would start with an expositiony but beautiful, gorgeous, like what um actually like what Rings of Power did with oh. the like the like war with um Sauron, mm-hmm. um where we got those like great action shots of like the eagles and the wyverns fighting in the sky above the battle between orcs and elves. Like I think that you, yeah. I would have it be that scale immediately. Yeah. Instead of like <laughs> Rosamund Pike puts on clothes, getting dressed, and then Rosamund Pike is on a very, very poorly CGI'd mountain watching Leandrin attack a random dude for no reason that we don't understand. Yeah. While Leandrin like confuses the audience on what the One Power is immediately in the show, and then like it's just it's such a like tepid start to the show. Yeah. That the if you started with. 3,000 years ago, 100 men walked into the 
like the mouth of Shay Al Ghul. I love that like we've both chosen things that set up the power yeah. and the madness. Yeah. <laughs> like like that that is I think what was lacking in the show at the beginning. Well, the, but the, the show there. the show couldn't set up the madness to start because if the because the show wanted it to be that either the boys or the girls mystery could be the box dragon. Cut. Mystery box. But, cut. Right, but but because <laughs> they did that. Yeah. Setting up the madness from the beginning indicates too heavily that the boys are one of the boys is the dragon, mm-hmm. and the show does that. The show tells you it's Rand immediately because he's the main character, right? He he he's he's written as the main character of Emmonsfield, but the show wants it to. It, it just, you knew I didn't. Structurally, it doesn't work, and on a rewatch, it like works less. But the by 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 wanting to have it be a like, is it a boy or is it a girl? The gender reveal they party. They didn't want to start with the madness in the same way because I and I get it. Yeah, but whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, bonus question. But it, no, from here oh. on, from here on, what is the thing like moving forward with the show? What's the one event that you think is the most important for them to find? Ruidian. Ruidian is my favorite sequence, and for what it means for all the characters, like it has like immediate emotional impacts for everybody, not just main characters, but every single person in the near vicinity, and it like mm-hmm. starts like a second breaking in a sense, and like having the scale. Of the past be so large, I think uh, would be would be a huge benefit. Obviously, there's a bunch that are important that, that you that, that you could do, but Ruinian is just my favorite, and so I'm like predisposed to pick that. Yeah, I I disagree. I think Ruinian ultimately doesn't matter all that much in the series. So I think spending your money there is just not really worth it. I think like the Gen Aiel stuff, the Tinker stuff doesn't really like the Tinkers and the Aiel never really comes to play. It's true. Like there's just, there, there's so many things that Iridian sets up for the series that never get paid off. Um, Fair. And we never see that Aiel consider pacifism. Like the series brings up in the first half that pacifism is valuable. And then there's no payoff on that for any of the characters that are supposed to have that arc. Right. Like Avienda never really finds pacifism. Um, in becoming a wise woman, Perrin never really finds pacifism. The the Aiel find out about the Gen Aiel, but they never really find that part of themselves again because there's no resolution on the Aiel. They're just dead. And so there's there is sort of a weird like Ruidian is a setup for a story that the Wheel of Time never really explores. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would stick with the Battle of Emmonsfield. I think that it is the most important emotional Oh, and not the cleansing. Okay. No, I, I would do the Battle of Emmonsfield. It is it's it would be season three. It is the most important setup for the final battle in the early books um, because it's... It's like the precursor to it. Yeah, yeah. and it is, the, it is the moment where the emotional stakes of our main characters are the highest mm-hmm. in the first half of the series. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, like Rand is not present for it as the main character. Uh, that would be the only thing that I think would be unfortunate for, for that to be like the highlight of the entire show. Yeah, I, I just, I, I think that, like, I would spend my money there because it is something that the audience can immediately understand the emotional stakes of, and I think that it's, um, I think that there's value in it, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, that's why I would spend my money. I think that you can actually cheap out on the cleansing a little bit and make it work the same way. Um, you can do it all with CGI, make it super, it's, it's just, a, it's a sky beam, essentially, right? Yeah. Like, the, the, the cleansing is what every movie has done between like 2008 and like 2017 yeah uh and so you you can get around the cleansing cheaply um there's only like 12 people in it but i think that like season three needs to end with a like big battle that's emotionally resonant and emmons field is the one to do it yeah and then obviously the last battle right like if i'm gonna spend my money that's where i'm gonna spend yeah that is kind of the obvious choice but that is at the very end (laughs) 
Uh, bonus question, which minor event, like those prologue events that only last a few pages, do you feel deserves to be in the show? Mm-hmm. Example, father giving his son the sword. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying somebody who hit them right in the feels. That one thematically, absolutely. Galad fighting him and Valda can't be in the show the same way, obviously, now. Um, yeah, that's going to be different. I don't think Margase is going to be in the show, but that I like Glad fighting him and Valda would be one that I would love. Uh, yeah, no, the the uh, the, the, the beginning of Gathering Storm fallen. with the guy turning the sickle, uh, the, the, the shear into a sword. Like, I think that, like, oh, yeah, the I scythe. think the final season should start with some random dude being convinced to uh, a guy who's never held a sword in his life convinced to turn his farming equipment into a sword. I think is a really, really brilliant way to start a season of television. Mm, yeah, that's a really <clears> good one. Um, I think that'd be fun. I think, uh, apples. That's gotta. Ha- I mean, apples has to. Happen, apples kind of has to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are all. Abs- those are all great ones. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, M Dash says, "Now you know how it ends, but knowing you're not fans of how deaths, failures there were for the main characters early on, assuming that the ending is kept pretty much the same, which characters would you kill off earlier in the books, and when? Which battles would you have them lose?" Fascinating. Okay. Oh, um, there, there. I mean, uh, it's tough because if you have to keep the ending intact, it's really hard. I would have a Ruark die at uh, Dumai's Wells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. I would have, um, um, I would have, uh, what's her name? I would have Bayer, um, get killed by one of the, uh, dark friends in Teleran Riyadh. Mm, I like um, that. Because they run into each other several times, they fight. There's ambushes. There's a, there's a lot going on there, and I feel like that backfiring one time and having one of the wise women die in Teleran Riyad, uh would be like a, a taboo thing for the Aiel. Maybe not taboo. That's not the right word, but like devastating mm-hmm. uh, for them at least. Um, I would have cut the I would have cut the prophecy uh, between Gareth and Swan, and I would have had Swan, or I would have kept the prophecy, and I would have had Gareth save Swan from a blood knife yeah and then swan run up the tower and die um having uh Egwene's back and i would have uh i would have swan and gareth die in the sanchin attack interesting yeah yeah okay okay yeah um i think that like because honestly swan and gareth aren't really necessary after that no they kind of get together and then it's kind of like okay and like gareth leads an army but like you someone else could have led the army you know what i mean like, in terms of, like, emotional impact, I think Swan and Gareth... Swan leaving Gareth to go have Egwene's back... And then dying because of it. And basically propping up her to be the next Amarlin seat and then dying because of it. And then you cut the, like, she leaves the tower and then comes back to the tower and everything's fine stuff. Like, I think you cut all of that and you just have it be that she raises to... Everyone believes her to be the Amarlin seat because everyone sees Swan fall to protect her. And, like, the emotional connection of Swan and Egwene is what leads to her being the Amarlin seat. Yeah, like, the previous Amarlin, like, sacrificed herself for Egwene to succeed and lead them to victory um, is, like, really, really, it's a strong choice. Yeah, I, what, what are some other, like, lead characters that can die? Lead-ish. Um, it's tough, right? Because, like, all the girls make it to the end, but I think that Min could have died. Alvienda definitely could have died. Elaine can't. Elaine is the one of the three that can't die, but one of his three girls could have, like, really, like, gone out in a big way. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Oh, Tom Maines should have died at the beginning of A Memory of Life. Tom Maine should The have book died. should have started with a big death. Yeah, yeah, and, like, I agree. Like, set it up. Tom Maine should have been, like, carried on his shield through the camp in Chapter 1 
it would have been like a really nice get Agamar killed in Tarwin's gap. We could have actually had like Matt like be emotional about anything at all. <laughs> Matt could have cared about something. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of them, right? I think that there's a lot of places that like death could have happened that would have been impactful to the plot that wouldn't have like dis dismantled the plot, but um Seasting says and Swan dying as she successfully frees Egwene would be cool so that you don't have to the complete loss of trust which affects our relationship going forward. Egwene could be mad she died because disobeying. Yeah, like but but also you could set it up that like Egwene would have died if she hadn't disobeyed, right? Like you could have set up that like Egwene is mad that she disobeyed, but also knows that if she hadn't disobeyed, like someone was gonna get Egwene, like a blood knife was gonna get Egwene in the back, and the only thing that saves um the only thing that saves Egwene is Swan being there. Like, you get that moment. Um, and then Swan, like, Swan gets, like, a more heroic death instead of just kind of dying in the middle of the last battle after not really doing anything in the last battle. Which is just, I don't know. Uh, Bill Doman could have died earlier on in the series. It wouldn't have mattered, right? Um, like, Bail Doman, I Bail Doman could have died while they were traveling. Bail didn't fucking do anything. He could have died at any point. But I think that, like, late, I, I think that again in giving up the Bean Sanchin for Bail and then losing Bail would have been very interesting. And, like, what that would have meant for her going into her oaths at the end without him. Um, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she holds to being Lail when shipless even after losing the reason she became Lail when shipless because she has lost faith in the Sanchin and like what that means and like yeah. she wants to dismantle the Sanchin. Yeah. Yeah. Cat Swain. Cat Swain's death at the cleansing would No no, but I mean it seriously, right? Like I think that like Cat Swain die like There's a consequence for the cleansing of the taint. Um if Semirage had killed Cat Swain mm -hmm. um and Cat Swain had died freeing Rand from the collar in the room. Like Rand has Min, Rand is about to kill Min, Cat mm -hmm. Swain comes in and breaks it, and Cat Swain and Semiraj fight as Rand or... recovers. And mm -hmm. then Ran and then Ket Swain dies as Ran gets the collar off and kills Semiraj would have been a like a really interesting way for Ket Swain to, to pay redeem. off her story. Yeah, 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 to redeem herself and her failure. I actually uh, uh, one one that might have been really interesting is not exactly a death, but like um, now now this would change a lot because of like uh, she's there at the end with Kalendor, but if Nynaeve in the cleansing of the taint had burnt out because of the sheer raw power of uh, between mm. her and Rand, like, that would have been, like, uh, such a, like, m impactful sacrifice. And yeah. I think I think by then he's already told Nynaeve that he wants her there at the end with Kalendor. Yeah. And then having to, and then having, like, uh, Olivia having be, Olivia be present be, be the in one the at the end book. instead. But, Nynaeve, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, having Nynaeve also there, mm -hmm. and then she is the one who then finds Alana. Like, she's just not the one that, like, uh, is doing the channeling. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think that, like, um, having Swan, like, steal well, and then steal you them do, and heal. Then you could do, if you did that, uh -huh. you could have Lan heal her soul after she loses the one power in the way that she healed him after he lost Moraine. And then you get, like, a narrative completion of, like, their relationship in that way. Right. Interesting. And also him, like, losing, like, Malkyr. Like, like him, have like, wanting to die. This thing yeah. says Rip Eben. This is the point, though, right? Like, you can be like, no, but there was a person who died there. It was some cute, Eben. Cute boy. Eben's personality we, was interesting. Yeah, that we barely spent any time with. Anyway, let's move on. I could do this all day. Um, I could do this all day. <laughs> do this all day. Yeah. Uh, do you think 
if RJ had lived long enough to finish the series himself, that perhaps he would have received a longer post-last battle wind-down of the book, since he wrote the very end himself and then died, it seemed like Brian Sanders was sort of stuck with the ability to write more after RJ's final words. A thousand percent. I don't know. I a thousand percent think, uh, yeah, I think that Robert Jordan, if Robert Jordan had continued to live, we would still be getting Wheel of Time books to today. Like, we would be on the 97th Outrigger novel. There would be another series about, like, Elaine's kids. Like, I think that Robert Jordan was obsessed with playing in this world. Mm -hmm. And as long as people were reading it, I don't think he would have ever stopped writing The Wheel of Time. I actually don't think that the epilogue would have been much different because he did do a lot of what's in the epilogue. And he had this, like, kind of, like... Cheeky oh, moment with the pipe or whatever. I think that after the book and there are other books, yes, but I, I, I don't really know if he would have given us much more resolution at the end of A Memory of Life. I think, no, I, I think that the Outrigger novels would have essentially been the actual epilogue of the series. Mm. Like the epilogue is Rand's epilogue and then he, I think that Robert Jordan would have written epilogues and epilogues and epilogues. I think we would have gotten the fourth age. I think we would have gotten the seventh age. You know yeah. what I mean? He would have done a Star Wars and gone back and written the third, the second age. You're probably right. Um, like I think that Moraine would be in the book. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things that would have changed. Although the Moraine one is interesting, right? Because Sanderson's like, look, I had no notes on her, and I didn't want to fuck around with this like really strongly established character, and yeah. I'm like, it is unfortunate the realities of that, but I, I do miss Moraine in the end. Oh, 100%. And like you know, the the reality is like we'll never know what these books were actually supposed to be, right? We just yeah. got what we got, and I'm gonna complain about it. Uh, so, Demetrius says, in this series, there's a lot of future visions, prophecies, foretellings, and so on. Some of them came true. Some of them remain unresolved, but none were proven to be false. Is the future of the Aiel and the Sanch in the first one, or are the Aiel going extinct? Wait, isn't there a prophecy about Perrin dying that's totally false? When? In the Dark Prophecy book? I don't know that the Dark Prophecy... I don't think the Dark Prophecies are true. Right? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Am I am I misremembering that? No, I think there was, but I think you know, I, but I think it's like a, if Perrin dies, the last battle's lost or something. Oh, oh, I thought it was like a prophecy about Perrin dying, and I was like, because that's remember. why Graindall is like, how did this fail? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. A dark prophecy that Graindall misunderstood in Seasting's opinion. So okay. we can go with that. Um, yeah. I think the Aiel are fucked no matter what because their culture is set up to get them to the last battle and it's over now. And I think that regardless of if they fight the Sanchen or not, and they will fight the Sanchen because Cad Swain will start that war uh, to get her women back. Um, I think that the Aiel are in a position where they have to adapt and become something new no matter what. I think that instead of, like, what Ru uh, Avienda sees about the Aiel being, like, less than or other, I, I honestly think that the Aiel just kind of get assimilated into Randland yeah. in the general cultural sense uh, because there are so few people left. Yeah. Um, and, like... <laughs> That's so true. And... and There's nobody left. Who are they going to fuck? Their, their, culture is, their culture is naturally going to change because of the abundance of resources made available to them. Right, like yeah. the 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 Aiel culture exists in relationship to the abundance of resources or lack thereof mm -hmm. in the threefold land. Yeah, and so just by just by nature of not being there anymore, the Shido might not change very much because they've gone back and they will they will continue to live off of the resources that they have. But well, actually, the Aiel might be the people who help save Randland because they they know what it's like to have limited resources in the immediacy after the battle. So the Aiel culture might actually be like a, a, a dominating one within Randland. I know there's not many of them left, 
but they kind of know what they're doing in terms of like uh, food resources, water resources, mm-hmm. and like surviving through really tough times. So maybe I, the Aiel actually kind of flourish, and like Giato becomes more of a like Randland universal belief. The only reason I don't think that'll happen mm-hmm. is that I'm assuming the climate of Randland will return. And the Aiel, the Aiel do know how to work in the waste, but like Randland isn't becoming the waste. No, the I just mean... The climate's going to go back to what it was. I just mean there's very limited resources and the Aiel know how to survive through like famines like Randland yeah, but they might don't not know, have seen. They don't know how to work the land where they are, right? Which is why they would, like, I think they would, they, like, they would work together really well because the people of Randland know the land and how to get it back yeah. on its feet and the Aiel are going to help everybody survive to get to that point. I think, here, here's what I think is going to happen. I think there's, like, five Aiel left because they all fucking died at Thekandar. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't think... I, I don't know that enough Aiel survive for it to matter because <laughs> they certainly don't make it seem like a, a very many Aiel survive. But they... The, much like much of this book, I'm sure there's still hundreds of thousands of Aiel because if the Shido can be beaten to shit so many times and still have as many as they <laughs> the did... The Shido are back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Randall Moore asks, why do you think Nynaeve couldn't heal Rand's madness? Because he's Jesus. I don't think she tried. She did. She, like, looked at his brain and it was oh, so... Oh, no, it's because of how much... No, it was interlaced with um the light, right? Yeah, his yeah. brain was literally, like, glowing. Yeah. And so it was like, well, the madness didn't even really matter. Uh, so why try picking it apart when the light is already, like, overshadowing it? Like, I, I just think it was... They were too closely entwined and the light was too strong. He's Jesus. Yeah, I honestly, like, think the answer I'd is that he's Jesus. I'd forgotten about that scene. Yeah. She, like, looks at him and is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like. Um, Demetrios says, I always thought the pattern fane was where he was at the ending as the creator's contingency. If Rand actually removed the Dark One from the pattern, Shysam would take his place as the new Shaitan. Rand was just lucky Rand, Matt was just lucky Rand made the correct choice. Thoughts? Sure. I, yeah, I guess the I creator's guess, yeah. like, we always have to have evil in the world. So I, 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 I kind of hate there being another thing that just kind of takes the stakes out of the end of the book. But True. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. It, it, it just means that the Dark One isn't the only source of evil in the universe, which he isn't. And so it just, it, it, it like goes at like continuing to just kind of making the end of the book less satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> which I is like it's that. just frustrating. I, and like I, I think it's actually a good. It, it, it if the end of the book had a different theme, it would be very interesting. Because if the end of the book was Rand realizing that the pattern doesn't give a fuck about people, but living is worth it anyway, mm-hmm. which I think is a more interesting theme than it's about human beings having choice. But I think that like the end of the book should be Rand realizing that the pattern isn't good and the Dark One isn't evil. The Dark One is evil, but that that the pattern itself is not the opposite of that. And right. like getting a little bit more into the Judeo-Christian nature of the series, because that's what the stronger storytelling element is. Yeah. I think that you could have it be that like there would always be a there would always be a dark one, regardless of what Rand did. Um Rather than it being like, no, we have to have the choice to follow you. I, I think then this would be a really great follow-up to that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Christian Rapper says that I sound like Elon. Elon Musk? I think Musk? he means Elon Morden. Oh, Morden. I think. Which, oh, okay. honestly, like, I get it. I was like, Elon, I don't no, think I, I sound like Elon Musk. No, no, no. Like, I honestly, I get where Morden comes from. Like, I've made the joke, like, Morden was right, but, like, I like I kind of I get it. 
Morden, uh, here's the thing. Morden is right. Yeah. He's inherently selfish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, like, Morden's point of view is, I am being tortured forever. And, and this gets into my problem with the Dark One as a, like, choice narrative. Mm-hmm. Is one of the issues with him is that we find out a lot of people swore their oaths to the Dark One when they're children. Or, like, when they're very young. Like, girls yeah. go to the Dark Tower as kids, having already sworn their oaths. The Dark Tower? Sorry, the Dark it? One. Um... So the, they they they've sworn to the dark one before they are head to the um, white towers. Children. Yeah. Pater is a kid, right? Yeah. And so in Robert That's Jordan's dumbass. version of choice, a a that the, it is eternal punishment for a choice that you for a single choice, not like the ongoing choices that we make. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way to turn from the dark one in this world. Because he gets your soul forever. Like, the it, the choices that you make don't matter. The single choice that you make does. Yeah. And because that peop- uh, because so many people make that, that choice as children, it kind of removes the element of, like, human beings should have the ability to choose um, taken out of the series, right? Yeah. And so making that th- the thematic ending is gets, gets wonky because it's like, well, Peter, like, chose... Peter didn't want to do any of it. Moradin doesn't want to be doing any of this. He is just tortured for eternity, and so he doesn't really have a choice, right? Like, to say that Moradin has a choice in all of this isn't true, because if he dies, he just gets tortured and brought back again, over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, no matter how many times Rand kills Moradin, his body comes back and he gets tortured because of a... Uh, because of a thing he said 3,000 years ago that he doesn't believe in. And here's the weird thing. If the Dark One is still alive and exists, uh, then that means that, like, yeah, Morden died this time around. Is he being tortured, like, for eternity by the Dark One? Yes. He'll come back at the end of the next stage and be tortured again. So, like, the, 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 the illusion of choice here isn't true, and so Rand's whole thematic ending is is an illusion that he tells himself but that isn't like fundamentally true based on what the series has said about how this world works like pater's soul is the dark ones forever because he made a choice when he was a kid right ingtar is going to be tortured by the dark one forever for going back on his oaths that he made even though he did not believe in them varin's soul belongs to the dark one even though she did not believe in any of the actions that she was doing as a dark friend, right? And actively worked against being a dark friend while technically being one. Like, the the nature of that choice, and even Varen says, I didn't really have a choice, it was that or die, right? Like, that, that isn't the same as Varen chose to be evil, or Morden chooses to be evil. These characters don't give a shit about what the Dark One wants. Yeah. And so they're not really making that choice. They just literally don't have a choice, because when they were six years old, they swore their soul to the Dark One. Thematically, it's it's a little bit less nutrient dense than you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Like the 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 dark one isn't more powerful if people are more evil in this world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah. <laughs> it's all very yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Let's get into uh. M. Andrew. Yes. If you could have one more prequel book to read, yeah. what would it be? And why would it be the tale of young Seben Balwer and Herod Fell as roommates in college? Balwer is uptight and studious. Fell is a genius party boy. Madcap hijinks. Would read the fuck out of that. I'm actually really, I'm sad that Balwer isn't more present in the final book. Yeah, yeah, he's um, a great character. I wish that he had some resolution with the White Cloaks with Galad. I think that would have been a really interesting scene to get, but... um. Balwer is fantastic. He's one of my favorite book uh, characters in the series. He's yeah. amazing. 
And, um, and we only I see would read Herod fell like shit. twice. Yeah. I would read the shit out of a ball where Herod fell at fucking like Camelin College. Uh, oh my god, can you imagine? Herod fell dates and I Sedai. You know what I mean? And Balwer is just right. like not about it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what what you doing? What you, what you doing, bro? We see Balwer like um Herod Fell convinces Balwer to stop being a narc for the school administration. You know what I mean? Like there's so there I'm oh glad god, I, I would did read, not take a bigger drink. Oh I would god. read the shit out of that book. That sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that that would be great. That'd be great. I would um, love... If you, but other than that, what prequel book would you want to read? Yeah, I, I would love... Um, uh, I would love a prequel book about the... Um, uh, what do they call the Amayir that all fucking killed themselves? Be great to know who they are. <laughs> what were they like? What did they do? Who why are did, they? Why did the sequel why did care they matter? about them? <laughs> Remember yeah. that? That was the most insane chapter in this whole series. When an entire people just killed themselves, and we went, "I, who? I guess so." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that was um, my choice. What about you? Uh, I would love uh, the prequel book of Mo- more Gase's um, succession fight. Oh, fun! I think that would be a really fun book. Fun. Uh, I think that like a Tom Marilyn um, early years. Uh, I, I, weirdly, it's all like With Andor. Andor's probably my favorite place in Ranland. Hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, where else would I want a prequel book? I, I think that you could write easily, easily tell a very cool story about the fall of Malkir. Yeah, um, definitely. I think the, uh, the Trolloc Wars, I mean, we want to do a TTRPG story set in the Trolloc Wars, right? Like, so that is an easy one. Yeah, for sure. Um, prequel, prequel, prequel. Uh, Tam's Story of the Blood Snow. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would read that book. I would read the shit out of it. Um, the, the, the Second Age. Yeah. Like, Loose There and Telemon's Life as a prequel. Yeah, for sure. Tam and the Golden Bees, yeah. Yeah, Tam, I would love, I would read anything about Tam, honestly. Um, yeah. Andril, just like his whole life. Yeah, Andril's had a very interesting life. I would love to read his memoir. Um, I, I would love a, a whole book of Varen being a dark friend from her POV. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, just, what was that like? Yes. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm into it. That's 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 the choice. Uh, Huron, uh, realizing that he smelled violence as a kid, and what that like, what like his like teenage years were like dealing with that, yeah. and like what, yeah, I think that'd be a cool one. Yeah, he joins the Tinkers. Um, Rob yeah, Ross. but seriously though, he would, right? That I mean, sense. I I would get it. Rob Ross says, congratulations on completing the series. After hearing fans love-hate relationship with these books for so long, how do you relate from experiencing the highest of highs to the lowest of lows? I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. I, we're, I can't talk about that. Um, yeah, no, I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get um, it. Yeah, I get we're, it. We are one of you. Thank you for shouldering this burden with us. Uh, misery shared is misery have. A year from now, I will only be talking about the things that I love about the Wheel of Time, and I can't wait for it see about that no i will because um, i i just won't give a shit enough about the stuff i don't like to talk about it it's like someone someone commented on a youtube video recently and they're like uh, on a full metal where they're like nerdy like really cares about the details but like he's fine with how darth maul came back in star wars clone wars and i commented on the comment and i was like it took me like five years to be okay with how dumb it was how darth maul survives I'm consistent. Like, I just wasn't yeah. reacting to the cloners at the time, but when Darth Maul comes back and is like, I survived on hatred, and I was so angry that I just didn't die, at the time I went, 
I really like the Clone Wars, but this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire... Like, this was yeah, the yeah, laziest yeah. reason for him to be alive right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like I fell into a bat of... Like, he could have just fallen in Bakta and been okay because, like, at the bottom of that was, like, a medical storage room or... It would be equally as dumb as I lived for years in the basement of Naboo being so angry that my body just didn't die. It would have been fine, but it took Less me like... Less impressive, though. I don't care about it now, because it's been a decade. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, I, well, I fucking hate that. Um, yep. And so I am I'm more consistent than you guys know. <laughs> I promise. No, that's fair. Ilzram uh, asks, if the Outrigger books about Matt and Tornhead and such had been written, would you read them? And if so, what would you want them to be about? I would not until they were done. Yeah. Because that first book would have been rough. Yeah, and there's some, the Matt Twin stuff I hate reading about, and yeah. so reading a whole series about them is like, okay, this would have to have like a satisfying conclusion yeah. of like, slavery is bad. Um, I would have waited until it finished, read the reviews, and then maybe decided to read it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I like to, 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 get, to only get the Matt Twin stuff and none of the rest of it. Yeah. No, that would have been rough. Uh, Colonel Sanders, uh, number one, if you were to fix the slog, would you be more likely to condense into fewer books, write better, or more interesting side quests, or other? Oh, I mean, it's so easy, right? Like, you just have Perrin go get Rand to deal with the Shido. Yeah. Like, and then you and have... Sima. And then And then... And that is all, like, mm, yeah, I don't know, maybe, like, <coughs> a quarter of a book and then, instead well, of, and like, then, four. And you have Tam there, and so you, you condense all of it down to pa- Tam convinces Rand to be a better person while helping him fight the Shido, and you cut all of that shit out. Like, you literally trim so much down to, like, the the fight... The Misima you bring Rand over to that fight. Rand sees Masima as the version of himself that he is becoming and he sees the prophet of the dark of the of the dragon, of the dragon yeah. being a like warning sign of what hit him being hard and him being um ruthless is turning him into. Yeah. And then you have Tam there and Tam is like the pure version of himself, his childhood self, the the man he wanted to be growing up. Yeah. And you put Rand in the position where he has to look at those two things. Yeah. And he decides to be more like Tam. He veins well, of gold gets yeah. the Shido done. I was going to say you had that moment way earlier. And in the veins of gold, rather than like becoming rather than wiping out the Sanchin or sorry, rather than having him wipe out the Shido, the veins of gold scene leads to him convincing the Shido to be better. Yeah. And then you have the Perrin pays off the pacifism uh, building or destroying Axe Hammer thing by bringing Rand in and the two of them come up with a pacifist solution that convinces the Shido to be part of the army of light in the end. And you do veins of gold there. You you just like condense all of that down to one plot line where they don't bring in the Sanchin for no reason. Yeah. They don't find fucking a and metric Elaine... butt ton of fork root. They don't yeah. turn a fucking... You you, yeah. you you get there without having to do all of the random shit to get there. Yeah. And it ties into Perrin's pacifism, learning to, like, not destroy, leans into Rand learning to be the best version of himself yeah. at the same time. Their arcs kind of narratively climax at the same time and yeah. you can move forward from there. And then it, because of all that being sped up, Elaine doesn't have to fight for her succession um, like for as long, yeah. For, like, it, it could be, like, much easier and simpler. Um, I know that they happen kind of at different times, mm-hmm. but, like, a, a lot of people don't like reading about that part. It's, it's not interesting to them, and yeah. I think you could easily condense slash lift most of that out. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think that I think that that, that would be a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, then... Sanders number two question. Now that we're at the end of all things with no endings, who is the Samwise Ganji character of the series? Because Sam is the best. I mean, it's got to be Perrin, right? Who is the Samwise Gamgee character of the series? He literally Andral? no, it's Perrin. He yeah. literally climbs up the mountain at the end to so that Rand can go do the thing, and he puts the dream spike in Mount Doom so that True. Rand can go do the thing. Like and he Perrin kills is Lanthier. the Sam of the yeah, he, and takes that burden off of yeah. Rand. He that, is he's yeah. the he's the Samwise. Yeah, yeah, in a lot of like literal senses, like I think like obviously yeah. very different characters, right? He's more violent. He's you know, but but he is the. Like, narratively, next to Rand, he is that character of, like, carrying Rand's burdens. He literally goes to deal with Masima for Rand. Yeah. Like, Perrin is Rand's right hand in terms of a lot of on-screen action. We know that there are other characters that Rand sends off to do things for him, but we don't get to see those. We see Perrin do those things. Yeah. And, like, Perrin, like, setting up to protect Rand from Slayer and from the Forsaken being able to get into Shale Ghoul, like, he, with the Dream Spike, he really is the, like the version of that yeah right? yeah yeah for sure and their friendship he follows Rand all the way from the beginning and you know where you know matt is the pippin and mary who go off and do their own thing and aren't great friends samwise is the best friend ever and is by his side the whole time even if he's not physically by his side he is still like his goals are by Rand's side right? yeah for sure yeah. uh colonel sanders third question is this series in its totality currently the best completed series you've ever read or what beats it? Let's exclude the Lord of the Rings as too easy and Game of Thrones as incomplete. I was about to say, like, Lord of the Rings exists. Yeah, uh, I was like, that, that, yeah, that's too easy. Interesting. Uh, it is, is not the... the best completed series I've read. No. I prefer Inheritance to this. Oh, God, me too. Yeah. Um, I would I would put I would put the Aragon books above this. Um, yeah, I, th I think the Aragon is not as dense, and mm -hmm. therefore uh, it, it is... is subject to taste but aragon doesn't have a slog in the middle I, i'm of trying it. to think of like fantasy because there are series there are, there are other series outside of fantasy like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is one right. that i think is just like um is truly a masterpiece work yeah um i i don't i like i i i remember like finishing hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy and being like i feel like i am a different human being because right. i read that yeah, yeah, yeah um but to, to keep it to just fantasy is tough um I'm trying to think of a series that I finished. Um, yeah, like I said, I did most of my reading a while, a while ago. Um, and that, that I've read the whole thing. Interesting. Oh, people don't like Hitchhikers after the first book. I like the whole series. I got all five. I've read it multiple times. I, I love Hitchhikers. I think I've it's, only read the, it's so deep. I've only read the first book, and I loved it. It honestly. gets weird. Same with Dune. I only read the first book. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, it gets so weird. I agree that it gets so weird, but thematically, that weirdness, like, really nails it for me. It just is like, it, it and like, the level of comedy, but like, the depth of emotional storytelling in Hitchhikers is always... Every time I pick it back up, and like if I showed you my copies of Hitchhikers, they're so yellow. Mm. They're like they are deep yellow because I've just I, they were my mom's actually, and my mom gave them to me, and I've had them my whole life. There's a, there's a series that I know that I thoroughly enjoyed when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Now uh, the caveat here is that I read these when I was probably around the age of thirteen or fourteen. Mm -hmm. um, but Kenneth Opal has a series. Uh, the first book is called Silverwing. I've never I believe read it. uh, it's about bats. Not gonna lie, the main character they're they're all bats. Um, cool. 
really fucking cool. I, I loved those books. They're definitely more kid-friendly, yeah. more geared towards kids. But as a series overall, I believe four books in total. Um, four? Yeah, I think so. Um, I actually really liked those books. Oh, better series overall uh, is um, uh, Golden Compass, Amber Spyglass, and uh, Subtle Knife. Oh, um, I wouldn't consider those fantasy, but I see where you're coming from. I I would consider them fantasy. That's me for is sure. sci-fi. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a duology, which if you don't consider that a series, totally fine. Uh, called uh, Eon and Iona. Uh, hmm. uh, if you like fantasy, um, it is heavily heavily inspired um, by um, Chinese mythology. Um, cool. and dragons and also plays a lot with gender roles as well dark materials thank you that's, dark what, it's, materials, that's yeah. what it's called yes um it's interesting we haven't watched that show at all yeah because i heard mixed things and oh, I, i've heard nothing i've literally i don't know anyone who's watched it really nah, i don't know i've never spoken to anybody about that show ever okay yeah i just know that lin-manuel miranda's in it and um right. daniel craig is not which is a Daniel shame. Craig is not Daniel Craig's very hot. Uh, I would I would say like for me like number one is Lord of the Rings. Number two is yes. probably I don't know. Inheritance is pretty strong. But I love I Inheritance. I haven't read it since high school. I so, yeah, I I will I will say Inheritance is up there. It is one of my favorites of all time. I think rereading that is going to be interesting because I, I haven't read it in over a decade. So, mm-hmm. but no, I yeah I think like I, I would put Wheel of Time in that like just below this that kind of stuff yeah like there is so much that is still good but for us right now i think that the negative the negative parts are fresh and not being satisfying with the ending it really kind of it kind of lives weirdly in a similar shelf as harry potter does in my head of like regardless of the author right obviously i i like the authors of this more than i like jk rowling but um it's like got a lot of like weird problematic problems and it doesn't always pay off its themes in the best way but it also has some like really incredible epic moments and like There's the community highs. around it is something that has brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. And yeah. so it's kind of there for me. It's not my favorite. It's definitely not my favorite series I've ever read, but mm-hmm. um, I, it's it's not like bad. Yeah. Except for Crosswords of Twilight, which yeah. broke me as a person. Yeah. Uh, Sean Ashman asks, how do you feel about Moraine's return in Towers of Midnight and her subsequent story in A Memory of Light? Was it worth it or would it have been better to end her story with her sacrifice in the fires of heaven? Um, no, because Lanfear comes back. So, like, it's just, it would have been pointless for her to die and Lanfear to not. Yeah, like, agree on, with that. Like, honestly, like, Moraine just kind of goes nowhere. It's something the show and is going to have to fix because yes. Rosamund Pike is the the star yeah. of the show. And we talked about how, like, uh, we watched the interview with Sanderson and how he's like, I had no notes on Moraine and I didn't yeah. want to fuck around with her. And so I understand that. It was still unsatisfying, but yeah. I get the reasoning behind it. So, yeah, because I just think that Moraine kind of goes nowhere in the end, yeah. and like emotionally, I don't, I know, and and I don't really know how anybody feels at the end of the series except Rand, because he's you know the only one who we really get that POV from. But yes, um, Moraine, Moraine coming back is wasted in that she comes back to be there, but not to do anything there. It's not like she even really changes Rand's mind about anything. She doesn't come back with like. I, while I was being fe- feasted on, I got to, like, this knowledge from the Elf and Elfin that helps her in the lap, that helps Rand. Yeah, she's just kind of nerfed in power, and it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, and then she just kind of doesn't do anything. Yeah. But, but also, if she didn't come back, but Lanfear did, it would be very weird. I agree. Right? Like. Yeah. Um, Morsus Prinmon asks, if someone you know started reading Wheel of Time, what moments would you be most excited to hear their reaction to? 
Dumais Wells, Veins of Gold, Veins of Gold. Um, uh, uh, the Ruridian stuff I find super fascinating, but like I feel like I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who like latches onto that one. Um, I had the world, the ending, because people are like, it's really confusing. And then I read it, and I was like, this wasn't that confusing. And so I would like to know like someone who I know really well to see what they're if they had the same experience I did. Where I was like, if, if this made sense. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I yeah, those are the big ones. Oh, the Battle of Edmonds Field. Um, really the end of Shadow Rising, like Tenchiko, uh, Battle of Women's Field, and, um, what the fuck is Rand doing at the time? Fighting, um... Somebody. In Ruidian, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's doing Ruidian Ruidian, stuff. yeah. Ruidian's great. Yeah, okay, it is one of my... Okay. The last battle, I want to talk to them about the last battle as they go through it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad people love Ruidian. I, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm always the one bringing it up. I'm like, Ruidian! I would be... That's my favorite! <laughs> I would be excited to hear them whine about Crossroads or Twilight like I did. Like, I would want to, like, experience them hating it as much as I did. And if they didn't, yeah. I would be disappointed. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, wait, you like this? Ugh. <laughs> oh, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> There's a, there, are, there are things that I feel like that with where, like, I have friends who, like, really love stuff that I, like, don't want to talk about, but they want to talk about, and I'm like, we, I just, we can't. I felt Because we fight every time we talk about this, I, and my I, opinion is not going to change. I felt that about, um, episodes eight of, uh, Star Wars. Oh, Last Jedi? I was like, you liked The Last See, Jedi. I enjoy fighting about The Last Jedi. I find that one fun. But, like, Rings of Power, one like, day, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. One day, we'll react to it, and we'll fight about it. Yeah, sure. People, I think, I think people would. Find I don't think that it hilarious. would be much fight though, because we, we, I know what you don't like about it, and you know and what you just I don't like, like it about anyways. it. Well, no, but like you, you know, like I made a video about what I don't like about that movie, right? True. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rave Knight. Uh, been with you guys since your reactions to the show, but this is my first interaction with the amazing community you guys have grown. Hey, my, what's up, for that. Rave Knight? Welcome, Welcome in. in. My question is, if you could write a sequel, what would it look like? How many books? Who's the main characters? Could you expand on the world? If I could write a sequel, would you write? Two on, you're in for some shit. Two Two on, life is about to get. No, 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 not at all. No, two. Two on would be the main character. Um, Existential crisis. It would be. It would be a absolutely like brain draining journey for her to go on, and it would be the like. Um. It would be Tuan has constant night terrors throughout her pregnancy as she realizes the implications of what it means if her child can channel. And it would just be an absolute, like, re like it would be Tuan realizing that it does matter that she can learn how to channel, um, her channeling a little bit in secret, and, like, her learning um, and what it means for her to learn, mm -hmm. and then her dismantling her society from the inside before ultimately, like, sacrificing herself for the change in her society. Um, and okay. Matt would leave her. Really early on. He'd be like, prophecies are done, I'm out. And he would, I'm out. I think that like I would probably have Matt like run away with her child after the pregnancy because Matt wouldn't know about the changes that he would make. And Matt's fear over his daughter being oh, turned God. into a domain would cause him to like steal her in the night. Um, and like the like what that would mean for Tuan as she's like trying to chase Matt down and their child down, but also like understanding why he did it and not sure if she actually wants to catch him hmm. hmm and so she's like has the she has her whole army trying to chase matt down and trying to get her daughter back but the whole time she's like secretly learning how to channel and is like trying to decide if she even wants to like bring her daughter back into this culture that she hasn't changed yet right um interesting 
and it would be about how slavery's bad. Uh, mine would be about uh, 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 Olvir uh, is actually Gaidal, um, and he grows up and... Uh, uh, Does he imprint Brigitte? on Renesmee? No, shut the fuck up. Uh, no, he's only like eight years older than Brigitte, okay? So like when Brigitte's he like... He sees like 10-year-old Brigitte and he's like, when you turn 18, I'm gonna fuck no, you. No, no, They meet when he's like 20, uh, or when she's like 26 and he's like, you know, 32, 34, math, I can't do math. Sure. Um, but you know, like they, they meet when they're older and that uh, they, they gallivant uh, on adventures um, saving Randland from the state that Rand left it in. Uh, <laughs> Amp, uh, uh, they've been on the journey with us. They're, uh, they got their wife to watch our book club, and now they're on book four. She's never read a fantasy book before. Never read a fantasy this book. This is her start. Oh, wow. 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 It gets better. Buckle up. Gets better? What do you mean? <laughs> Reading book four fantasy. is great. Oh. No, no, she's in, she's in, she's in the good shit right now. This is, this is like prime time. That is really cool. Um, um I, all right. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Amp. We appreciate that. Uh, you're stranded. This is Wheel of Time fan edit. Uh-huh. Uh, you're stranded on a desert island and can save one and only one book in this series. Wait, did you say what your, your... Guide Al is over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, book in this series to read for the next five years. Which one do you choose? Shadow Rising. It's the best one. Yeah. Or Eye of the World. I could reread Eye of the World over and over again. Sure, okay, yeah. It's a start. You I know, would It has more. kind of a full narrative, but yeah, I'd go with Shadow Rising. Uh, Slay says, now that you finished the series, how would you condense the books down into eight seasons of television? That's kind of got to be its whole separate video. Uh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I would s- start by not doing that. <laughs> I would make it animated. Yeah, I would make it animated. That's it. I would make it animated in the style of, like, Korra, in that, like, visual style. Uh-huh. Um, and then I would... Or Arcane. That would be sick. Or Arcane. That yeah. Would be, that'd be expensive as fuck, but that would be sick. Yeah. I, I would do it animated, and I would... Or, like, like Avatar The Last Airbender would be a cool style for it. Um, but more more modern, like, yeah, like like Arcane or... I wouldn't do Arcane, though. Arcane's style lends itself to, like, the technologically heavy elements. Really? I think for the magic, it would be sick. I think that the... I think that I would rather it look like, um... Like how Korra... Like, Korra, like, I, I love the way the fire... I've only seen, like, trailers and stuff for it. I was it, like, I've but, never watched it, so I, um, I, I, I Castlevania don't would be a sick style for it, honestly. Especially later on. Like, if the style were to, like, start to get more and more, like, Castlevania as it went on, as the world got darker... Yeah, I would do animated, and then I would um, really, really lean into just, like, Rand, Perrin, and Matt stories in Season 1, and then Egwene... Um, later on, like, I, I, I don't know. It would be tough. I would, I would have to like come up with like a full way to do it. But. Yeah. That's, that's something that like we might make as its own separate video. Like we, you know, we, I don't know that I would want to make that video. Just like lay out a plan of like what we would do and why it would be fun and not really yeah, focus on what the show did wrong, but just kind of like, if someone were like, you need to pitch a wheel of time TV show, like how would we lay it out? Like for funsies? I think I just wouldn't. Oh, okay. I like, cause here's the thing. I would want permission to change too much about the end. Like but I would, we would only do season one. Like it like I would go to Harriet and I'd be like, hey, like y'all really dropped the ball on the slavery. Yeah. I'm sorry. But like if we're doing this, 
the Sanchin, I'm not doing what you guys did with the Sanchin. We're, no one's getting spanked. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's just so much. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. It would be so hard. It would be so hard. Yeah. It's why I don't really envy the show, right? Like, it's why, like. They have a tough job. Yeah. And they, yeah. Yeah. Marissa we'll Pokemon asks, now that you're spoiler proof, would you consider visiting r slash wetlander humor for a meme review? Oh, maybe. <laughs> sure. That would be Is that fun. the one that's super book cloaky or no? No. Okay. I think that's literally r slash white cloak. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I would do a meme review. I do. I won't do it in this video, but I would do that in a separate video. Yeah, definitely. Um, Blue says, who's your favorite captain and why is it Rodel Itoralde? It really is. Like, like honestly. Oh, it's tough though. They're all great. Like, not one of them is a bad character. No, no, none of them are bad characters. But like, Rodel has, I think, the most interesting moments in the last battle mm -hmm. out of uh, any of the great captains. I think that him and his trauma of uh, and being then being saved by Rand um, in the in the Borderlands is is fascinating. And him, his perspective on how the Tavirinness feels and pulls at him. All written fantastic. Rodell is the best. Mm -hmm. Definitely. S tier character. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, Rodell is the best one, but they're all great. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Wheel of Time Fanatic says, who's your favorite side character, and why is it Talmanis? Uh, it's, mine's probably Balwer or um, Andral. I'm like, yeah, what do you consider a side character? Like, someone who doesn't get a POV? Because there are a lot of characters that do get POVs, but are, like, kind well, of Well, Andrew has characters. a bunch of POVs, but he's a side character. Yeah, is he a side character? Like, I don't... Um, but no, Balwer's, Balwer's pretty incredible. Balwer is great. Brigitte. Gaul is great. Gaul. Yeah, Brigitte, I guess, is technically a side character, but she's fantastic. Gaul's great. Loyal. Loyal's technically a side character. Yeah, technically, which is so weird. Because he disappears for a while. Oh, Pavara. Pa Remember how much we fucking love Pavara hunting down the black um, Aja? Yeah, honestly, you know what? Lock and favorite answer is probably Pavara's, Pavara. Pavara is pretty high. Probably I mean, I Pavara. want Pavara to be the Amaryland seat at the end. I think yeah. she deserves it. Yeah, Pavara. Definitely, that is 100% the answer. Corey Sedai asks, long time lurker, first time questioner. <gasps> is there a you. plot besides the Sea Folk that you think could have been cut to tighten up the series, the Sea Folk? Uh, P.S. You guys are great. Thanks for bringing new perspectives to a series that I have been in love-hate relationship with since the 90s. You're welcome. One of the ways that you <laughs> could have cut the sea folk, too, is that Elaine can, like, has, like, that, the, the Bowl of the Winds could have been the first time we see Elaine's, like, Terangriel powers used for something, right? I mean, she can kind of just create Terangriel's... So I don't know. I know, but, like, you can, or, or have Avienda, does Avienda go with them to Ebudar? She does, right? Which time? The only time Elaine's there. Oh, yeah, because she picks apart the weaves, remember? Yeah, have... Uh, have she makes the boom. Why isn't that the moment that you reveal that Avienda can see what Terangrails do? With the Bull of the Winds? Great question. Great question! Anyway, I would have... I You can literally cut... You can cut out other Avienda. Other than the sea folk. Other than or the no, sea but, folk. But I'm saying you cut the sea folk and you have Avienda tell them how the Bull of the Winds works in that scene. True, yeah. Yeah. Done. Um, so, okay, besides the Sea Folk, I think we would cut the fucking Shido. Um, the whole the second the, the second half of the Shido. The yeah. second half of the Shido. I would keep, the, I would keep the Shido sacking Kyrian. I like that scene. Um, but yeah. then I would just have them be so broken after that. Or, or like, have the Shido at Dumai's Wells. And then, like, w they get sent through the portals. They fuck up some shit in the East, but that they, but they're not really a big threat after that. There's, they're, right. they're too spread out and there's too few of them. Yeah, or, you know, the circus. And then you, uh, cut, and then you cut all the weird, like, sexual slavery that the women go through with the Shido, and you cut out the, true. like, 
the like oh they're these women are fucking men for protection part which i was like fuck this is fucking weird yeah 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 no Masima, you can cut Masima. Masima literally doesn't matter yeah irrelevant um she's probably cutting the show like honestly like i would not bother she? sorry miss uh i was thinking masana um no, you keep Masana. Masana and Masana and Gwen's fight is so cool. I mean, it's cool, but that's the only thing that she gets. But yeah, the oh, Masima I would lean stuff, into it more, but I wouldn't cut. This it. Masima stuff doesn't matter because Rand is not the one who deals with him, and so it's kind of like, yeah. Uh, Early Anne asks, "Do you think Rand would have had his flair for dramatics if not for the time he spent with Tom in the Eye of the World?" Ooh, that's uh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, I think that yeah, Lucerne so. is dramatic. Yeah, Luz is dr- dramatic. I feel like he's just a dramatic boy. His best friend, Ishamayil, is also dramatic, so... But I do like that Tom, like, taught him how to play music. I wish that Rand had brought the flute back. Like, I wish he'd played the flute for the Dark One and been, like, listen to this sick song and he plays some jazz flute. And Tom is like, is that my flute? What the fuck is going on in there? But it, the time distortion is weird, so it, like, sounds, like, really, really slow for Tom. <laughs> And the tinkers, the tinkers somewhere are like, is that the song? Is that the song? Oh my God, that would be hilarious. Rand plays the song and fixes the world. Yeah. The time distortion gets extra weird though when Rand is in a time distorted place, but Matt hears him. Like, does Matt hear Rand as dark one? These are my friends. That's Please don't hurt them. They will win the last battle. Pretty sure verbatim that is what Rand says. Don't hurt my friends. (laughs) This is not the greatest song in the world. This is just a tribute. Uh, I would love if he played the jazz flute scene from Ang- or from uh, yeah from Anchorman. Oh my god! <laughs> the dark one's like, what? It's you like, can't channel at me, Red. And Red pulls the flute in pieces out of his clothes and assembles it. Oh my god! <laughs> would hate that. I would uh, fucking I would <laughs> Rafe Rafe. I know you watch the show Rafe Judkins. I know you fucking you're here every Friday morning, Rafe. Um, Blue is actually Rafe. Uh, you, that that's the yeah. secret. Um, Blue yeah, has sure. been Rafe Judkins this whole time. Um, we're his favorite show. Um, please have Rand play the jazz flute to the Dark One in the end. Would love that. Uh, Brian the Seventh asks, "Who is your favorite character that does not get a POV?" That's tough. Ballwork. Everyone gets a POV. No, Balwar gets POV. Balwar gets a POV. Fuck. Um, Pavar gets POV. Andrew gets POV. Loyal gets POV. Like, who doesn't get a POV? Does Davron Bashir get a POV? Yeah. Fuck. Riddell does. Agomar doesn't. Does he not? I don't think Agomar ever gets POV. We always see it from Lion's POV. He's not one of my favorite characters. He is for me. That moment where he's about to kill himself because he realized he was compulsed. (sighs) Gaul gets a POV. Gaul gets POV. He definitely, he fucking runs away at the end. Like, he, yeah. Yeah. Morghese gets a POV. Yeah, Morghese gets multiple POVs. Many POVs. Ruark has a POV. Ruark has POVs earlier. Yeah. Senbui. No. Ingtar. Does Ingtar get a POV? I don't know that he does. Mm. It might be Ingtar. Hopper? Hopper doesn't get a POV. That's true. <gasps> Hopper? Oh my god. It's That's Hopper. That's hilarious. Tam gets a POV. Tam gets a POV. Tam gets a POV in um, The Last Battle. In the fucking epilogue. Yeah. Or yeah, when they're like shooting bows. Literally everyone gets a fucking POV. 
Yeah. So that's a really hard question. Uh, Ingtar, I think, might be the answer for me. Uh, it's Elsa uh, Grinwell. Elsa Grinwell. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot really about needs, Elsa Grinwell. Really needs a POV. <laughs> I really, totally really, forgot she existed. That's really needs so a funny. POV. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Early on, thoughts on this out-of-context quote from The Gathering Storm, Chapter 9. You don't need my hands, just my tongue. The speaker is Perrin. I don't remember that. Uh, I mean, look, if you are just using your mouth and no hands, you're pretty good at it, is all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my um, thoughts. The, those most are my thoughts. people need their hands uh, to steady themselves when they're doing that. Early Anne says, the Wheel of Time fandom loves to argue about, well, everything in the series. I can't wait to be among you. I will I will fight you on anything. Guys, Twitter's about to blow up. What is your top, I will die on this hill issue? Matt sent multiple letters to Elaine. He only sent one. Ken Swain sucks. That's I. That's not an issue. That is just the truth. Uh, Tumming should have died after Camelin. That one's not really an issue. That's more like it would have been better thematically if he had. But and you won't be able to convince me that the books are better off because Tumming lives through that. He yeah. should have come back as a hero of the horn. It would have been so fucking rad. Matt. My hill that I'm dying on is that Oliver is Gaidal. Because otherwise, what's the fucking point? Yes. What's the fucking point? Yeah, what's the point of Oliver if he's um, not if he's not Gaidal? Don't give a fuck. He's yeah. Gaidal. He blows the horn. That's yeah, the one. No, he just, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the one. Um, For nerdy, since Clarice won't get the reference, who wins in a sword fight, Lan or Dracul Mihawk? Um, Mihawk. Yeah, a thousand percent. Did you see what he did to Zoro? Did you see... Uh, fucking Ildrum, did you see what he did to Zoro? Lan doesn't have hockey, okay? Dracul Mihawk will fuck him up. Leanne okay, says, I want to know your take on Egwene's ending. Uh -huh. During a previous Jordan Con, Robert Jordan's notes were revealed to the public, and the notes for Egwene's ending was that after the war, she would give birth to Gawain's child, and Galad would help her raise the baby. This is heavily foreshadowed in book two, and means viewing that um, Egwene would be tied to Galad in some way. That fucking didn't come true. Uh, while she earned her heroic death, how do you feel if Sanderson didn't deviate from RJ's notes among many things and she survived the last battle cementing the change in the White Tower? Also, we wouldn't have Ken Swade in Aberlin. That was a Brando Sando edition. So, I I actually like Egwene's ending in this book. Uh, I like yes. I like her sacrifice. I think yes. the moments are great and I think Gawain dying, it all makes sense to me. I love that Egwene's arc is reflected in the Menethrin arc. Yes. Right, we find out about the queen. Her husband dies. She feels him die, mm -hmm. and she uses that grief and that power to save the people that she can save. And that's kind of what Egwene does, which is why I'm like, she, I think she might be the turning of the wheel of that that person again. Yeah, uh, of the the queen of Menethrin. Um, and so I I know sure some people don't like the ending. I think it's great. I think thematically it's great. I think, yeah, obviously, Cats Made Me Come to Amberlynn, and I hate that. But uh, apart from that, like, I, I, yeah, I love it. I think if Egwene grows up and has a son, like, she's the Amerlin seat. Like, do the, the do the, do the Aes Sedai have children? It doesn't really seem like it. Like, it, it would just be a whole weird thing to introduce and how that would work. And I, I, I think that this is better. Yeah, but, like, also what would Galad's place in that be? Like, him and Berlaine are in Maine. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, I'm assuming. He's fucking, he's leading the He's also white a white cloak, like, like. Yeah, it would be weird that a white cloak would help Egwene the Amarillan seat raise her baby. 
Like, that seems problematic within this world, although I don't really know if the White Cloaks exist. I kind of think that they crumble and fall apart because their ideology is flawed and stupid. Well, and they fought aside alongside the... Yeah. And yeah. now it's like... You can't go yeah. back, right? You you can't... You cannot go back. Um, And I think they don't. I think they go to Maine, and I think that they become something else, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, same with the Aiel, right? They become something else. The White Cloaks are going to become something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I like everything about Egwene's death until Catswain becomes the Amerlin, and then it just feels like... Ked Swain is going to ruin everything that she did. Um, they yeah. went back to the old guard immediately as soon as Egwene was gone and all of the like institutional changes that Egwene started with the the, the like summer courses with the Aiel and the, the winter courses the with exchange the CFO, program. That's, um, all of that stuff is going to go away because Ked Swain is a fundamentalist and she is a old school we, we Ked Swain believes that the Aes Sedai were doing things right in the past and isn't willing to say that like the new guard is right at all and maybe it's it fundamentally ruins Egwene's sacrifice to have them immediately turn back to the antithesis of everything Egwene brought to the White Tower yeah maybe because we know Catswain does not want to be Amarillin maybe she's kind of like the steward of Gondor and like just like is in the seat like momentarily until they can find someone to take over sure that would be nice. She could also just die at any point. Like, Katzwein could literally just keel over. And I, I would like that. Yeah. Um, Matter said, Kat- Sanderson made, said he made Katzwein Amberlin as punishment because he hated her character so much. Great. Yeah, it's just Way that done, shit undoes, on the queens undoes everything in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's... Well, and what's so strange is that um, Suwan has the legacy conversation with Egwene. And yes. Egwene has not set up any legacy. Like the, like, the book almost gets at it. Almost. And then, like, forgets to. Mm-hmm. And it's such a shame. Because mm-hmm. I, I actually love Egwene's death. I think more of the Emmonsfield should have died there. But um, if it's going to be one of them, Egwene's death is the best version of it. And it's just a shame what happens after. Because it, it really doesn't... It Like, Swan literally is like, I'm so proud of you. You're my legacy. And then Swan dies and Egwene dies. And then Egwene's legacy is disregarded and forgotten about. And that is, like, it's tough. It's weird. Yeah. Because she's just going to be remembered as the person who did the cool fight thing, not as anything else. Because all of her all of her institutional practices are gone. Yeah. Under Cad Swain. Yeah. Sean says, what plotline were you most satisfied with? Uh, uh, Loghain. Yeah. Always. Uh, what plotline do you feel was the most unsatisfactory or led nowhere? Rand. The Sea Folk. Uh, sh- okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, but the, like, the, the main the character. Sanchen? The, the, the main character. No, no, Rand's at least, like, like he at least beat the Dark One. The Sanchin literally go nowhere. Sure, and then he's like, my kids, fuck them, and leaves. Uh, do you think it would have been possible to write the series if Robert Jordan hadn't artificially constrained the bad guys? Uh, yeah, it just means more people <laughs> would have died. <laughs> and that the stakes would have been higher. <laughs> yes. Like I, the, think that, <laughs> I think that he could have written the series to have um, reasonable villains, and it would have been a better series, yes. It's the, it is the thing that holds it back. Like, it's the reason why Inheritance is better, in my opinion, is Galbatorix as a villain is so much scarier and makes so much more sense than anything the yeah, fucking Forsaken like, do. Yeah, like, you know the moment Galbatorix decides to leave his fucking tower? Or, uh, sorry, I don't want to spoil things for people who haven't read it. We're not Shit gonna talk gets about bad. It. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, yes, I, I think that, like, the, the weakness... The, there, there, there's two things that the Wheel of Time does so poorly that I that I still kind of can't believe it. And it is romance and villains. Like, 
they're married uh, off page. Like this, this is a world that is world built so well until a villain arrives, and the villains are all Fs in my opinion, and some of them start off not being Fs, but eventually, the the, the every villain in the series has an F period. And, except maybe Lanfear. Yeah, but that's because she's gone. Maybe, but Lanfear also isn't really an antagonist to anybody for most of the series. She's just kind of annoying. But, like, Lanfear isn't actually trying to stop anybody from doing anything ever. She's just kind of, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, every other villain has, like, really, really, really bad moments. Or is killed so fast that it's, like, kind of hilarious. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Um... Yeah, it's just, it's it's rough. Yeah. Grandel gets better over the series. Yeah, Grandel right. gets Grindel's interesting. not an F. Grandel's not an F. Gra- Gra- yeah, but, but Grandel also, like, is just kind of, like, interesting for a fight. Demandred is interesting for one chapter. Yeah. Like, and granted, it's a chapter that's as long as a book, but Demandred is interesting for one chapter. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lanfear is even actually helping half the time. Yeah, Lanfear is just confused. Yeah, yeah. Lanfear is, like, the bisexuality of uh, morals. <laughs> But, but ultimately, the biggest problem with the bad guys, including Lanfear, is that they are, in the end, we finally see how powerful they are, and they're so powerful that it doesn't make sense for the events of the books to have occurred, and so it just kind of, like, ruins everything. Mm-hmm. And I go back to the scene in the inn, Rand just killing the 150,000 Trollocs in, like, an hour. Yeah. I mean, overnight, Fundamentally but yeah. ruins the power creep of this world to the point where if that is what Demandred was fighting in the Age of Legends, there is simply no reason for the last battle to go down the way that it is because he supposedly has a full circle and that scepter. And I'm like, if Rand was able to single-handedly keep 150,000 Trollocs out of this fucking manor house, Demandred should be wiping everybody off the board. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's just artificially too distracted by Luce there and, like, thinking he's there. Because people are like, well, he doesn't want to use his, like, strength because then Luce Theron will come in and What's kill like, him. He has a full circle and he has the scepter. Like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. For, for the fight, what does it mean? It's and just, so, like, yeah, nerfing just your character for, like, kind of, like, a flimsy reason because everybody knows Rand is not there. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I would I would love this series so much more if the villains were good. Yeah, yeah. Pandora asks, uh, will you read uh, Origins of the Wheel of Time by Michael Livingston now that you have finished the series? Probably. One second, before we move on. Oh, um, yeah. Monk says Robin was a good villain. Every good thing Robin did as a villain was off page. Yeah. He's barely present. Again, th- there's one fight and he loses it. Well, no. He, there's like there's like one or maybe two POVs of Morgase. Like in the middle of it all, where like you know he seems kind of scared, but like we don't we don't know what his goals are. We know nothing about him. Like sure, but Morgase can't channel, right? Yeah. So the first the first time Robin sees any adversary that he can actually fight, he loses, and that's what happens to it's Rand. But yeah, and it's why Robin and Smail should be the same person, and Robin should get away there. Yeah, he should like get a victory. Somebody should die, and he should get away. And then in Ilian, Rand has to fight Robin again. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, Rand barely beats Robin, and but Robin kills a couple of his friends, and then he's like the rematch with Robin is fucking huge, right? Yeah. But instead, Robin fights him one time and he dies. Samael fights him one time and he dies. The Bilal fights them one time and he dies. Uh, like all of these characters mm-hmm. fight one time and they die. Or they get brought back, right? Like 
Yeah, but then they're not really the same person, right? Like, sure, sure. sure. I'm, they I'm, get new names. I'm and, not disagreeing with you. Um, Sean says he kills most of the main cast. They don't stay dead, though. Like, there, there's no stakes in that because they don't even matter. know they died. Red yeah, is the yeah. only one who's aware that that happened. Yeah. Like, all of these villains would be interesting if they didn't die immediately upon encountering Rand. Yeah. And Robin should be so fucking powerful in that scene that Rand should not stand a goddamn chance because we see how good Robin has to have been to have been a leader in the Age of Legends. Like, it's just like, the power creep of this series is such a huge problem. It's such a know, huge problem and it gets, it gets so thing, out of hand. We don't know a thing about Robin, about like... He's a rapist. What he wants he, or what he's done. Only like, thing we know about him is he's a rapist. Yeah, exactly. So, Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Pandoria is asking if we're going to read the Origins of the Wheel of Time. Uh, would love to hear your opinions on it. I think we'll, we'll definitely, uh, I, At some point, I think yeah. I'll read it. When we do our kind of full series revisit recap, we'll probably talk about it. Because like I said, we're not done with the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, still definitely going to rant about it. And also, um, you know. My name is Elder Price. Just probably. No, I'll go because it might be something we have to sign for and then I don't want to have to go to fucking you. All right. Okay. Okay. All righty. Wheel Up Time asks, Bed, Bond, Balefire. All right, chat, you're going to participate in this one uh, while Nerdy gets back. Bed, Bond, Balefire, Elaine, Avienda, and Min. Well, fuck that. That's difficult. Who am I going to kill? I can't kill Elaine because she is pregnant and that just, that feels wrong. Um. What? He didn't need me to sign anything. Oh, he just wanted to give it to you? No, he wanted to let me know that you left the house keys in the door. It was a late night last night, okay? <laughs> he was like, hey, I just was worried because you left the house keys in the door. Nah, that's very kind of him. <laughs> my, yeah, my bad. <laughs> We all have very guys. We have full food of food. Yes, that's the excuse. You've never done it before. No, but like I've been trying to be better. I've been trying to be better about it, but literally my brain was dead last night. Um, so we've got a bed bond bail fire from Wheel Up Time, which is Elaine, Avienda, and Min. Uh, Mary Elaine, uh, fuck Avienda, kill Min. What the fuck? If I marry Elaine, I become king of a country. I'm set for life. If I fuck Avienda, I get the wildest fucking like craziest sex possible. And then, like, Amanda would peg you for sure. Yeah, it'd be great. I would, we would have like an insane night, but Min is, Min isn't as crazy as sexual experience as Avienda is. And Min, marrying Min means that I live with someone who can like foretell things. Like, it would just be a nightmare. Eventually, I would get so sick of being like, of her being like, that person's about to die. Like, I just don't want to be around that my whole life. Yeah, think of how Min feels about Her, it. But no, no, I know. But like, she has to do that. I don't. I if I'm choosing, like, I I'm no. Yeah, it's 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 not even difficult for me to choose that. I was gonna say like I can't. You can't bail fire Elaine because she's pregnant and that feels wrong. So you kind of you're we're limited in our choices. Mor- yeah, no, it's, morally, it's, it's morally. so easy. You marry Elaine, become the king of Andor, fuck the shit out of Avienda. Um, probably multiple times because she, their first sisters, she's gonna be around, and then uh, you kill Min. That's true. They are. They, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some poly going on there. The man called love. Thank you for that <laughs> Thank super, you chat. For super chat. Keys in the door to make sure Nerdy isn't locked out on the last wheel of time. I yes, I actually it was on purpose. You know, I just didn't want to take any chances with it. <laughs> Michael Kioski says, "Wait, how pregnant is Elaine in this scenario?" Jesus. On a scale of like one to nine, how pregnant is? Well, if she's only pregnant for a couple days and you bail fired powerfully enough, then she would never be pregnant when you killed her, so it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> that is one form of birth control. Is that why it's called Plan B? <gasps> Plan Balefire. <laughs> Plan Balefire. Oh my god. That's gonna oh be the new god. the new um the new Plan B medication that we sell on our. Go oh, to yeah? fourthwall.com/slash/nerdynightly and. I don't want to go through all the fucking testing and patents and stuff of medication selling. That's, That's I'm so funny. Leave that to the fucking um, shitty people of the world. Uh, Elbinho asks, "Have you read the final? Have you read the epigraph of Towers of Midnight?" The epigraph? I don't know what an epigraph is. The one of Loyal's. We read everything, so yeah. I think so. Well, remind me what it is again if you're in chat. Also, I just want to say Wheel of Time says this may seem like a random edition, and it is, but thank you for being one of the few creators with actual ethics and morals. I appreciate it to no bounds, Tyshar. We try. Thank you. We do our best. We lost Nerdy. I can't find him anymore. He's gone forever. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, no, we appreciate it. We're, we're always going to tell you the truth, and we're always going to try and do our best in this life, and... Uh, if there's anything about the Nerdy Nightly, then uh, that's uh, that's those two things are guaranteed. Oh, is it this prophecy of the shadow? Is that what we're talking about here? Lo, it shall come upon the world that the prison of the greatest one shall grow weak like the limbs of those who crafted it. Once again, his glorious cloak shall smother the pattern of all things, and the great Lord shall stretch forth his hand to claim what is his. The rebellious nations shall be laid barren, their children caused to weep. There shall be none but him and those who have turned their eyes to his majesty. In that day when the one-eyed fool travels the halls of mourning uh, and the first among vermin lifts his hand to bring freedom to him who will destroy, the last days of the fallen blacksmith's pride shall come. Yeah, and the broken wolf, the one whom death has known, shall fall and be consumed by the midnight towers. And his destruction shall bring fear and sorrow to the hearts of men and shall shake their very will itself. And then shall the Lord of the evening come and he shall take our eyes for our souls shall bow before him and he shall take our skin for our flesh shall serve him and he shall take our lips for only him will we praise and the Lord of the evening shall face the broken champion and shall spill his blood and bring us the darkness so beautiful let the screams begin O followers of the shadow beg for your destruction yeah that was the wrong that thing one? but that was uh, that was uh, that was something no the beginning with Loyal at the stump yeah we did read that well then when does Probably. the one-eyed fool travel the halls of mourning? I don't know what the halls of mourning are, but obviously that's Matt. Yeah, but when does he travel the halls of mourning? Maybe that is, uh, like, in the tower, in Genji, the Tower of Genji. Maybe that's the halls of mourning. Oh, no, but that's already, okay, that's already happened, yeah. I don't know. Huh, maybe, yeah. Finland! But Hilarious. It's interesting that the fallen blacksmith and broken wolf are both mentioned here. Right, so... Is there another blacksmith? The broken wolf is probably Hopper then. Is an epigraph at the beginning of a book? I, I that guess. That seems weird to me. I don't know what epigraph is or means, so uh, yeah. Uh, it soon became obvious, even within the setting, that the pattern was growing frail. The, dar the sky darkened. Our dead appeared, standing in rings. The dead never came back. That never fucking mattered. What they didn't pull a Lord of the Rings. The ghost. No, no. But remember when I was like, the last where, where's all this ghost shit Actually, coming from? Actually, that's not true. Ghosts did fight the last battle with the horn. Yeah, but like all of that, like the ghosts coming back stuff, never went anywhere. True. It was in this time of sorrows that I stepped up to the great stump. At first, I was forbidden by my mother Kavril, but uh, but my mother Kavril demanded I have my chance. I do not know what sparked her change of heart, as she herself had argued quite decisively for the opposing side. My hands shook, and I would be the last speaker. 
but most seem to have already made up their minds to open the book of translation. They considered me an afterthought. And I knew that unless I spoke true, humanity would be left alone to face a shadow. In that moment, my nervousness fled. I felt only stillness, a calm sense of purpose. I opened my mouth and I began to speak. God, I would have loved to have had that scene. Right? Um, I love that um, the yeah. Amir, like, all kill themselves and, like, the, the, the fucking Ogier, like, this close to it, too. Like, ah, we're just gonna fuck off. Um, yeah, I, if the Broken Wolf is Hopper or Elias, then who is, like, why is he a fallen blacksmith? I don't know why he's a fallen blacksmith. And if anything, he's a really... raised up blacksmith because he just made the first, like, um, power rot weapon in, like, 10,000 years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure why he's referred to as fallen. Um. Uh, more says Prinmon says, what and how did you get spoiled while reading the books? Um. I got spoiled about Galad being a white cloak. Do you remember on how? Twitter. Oh, Twitter. And that that's that's the only thing that happened, for for me anyway. Broken Wolf is Jane Noel. Why? Why? He's not a wolf. He fell down the stairs on Fayil in book four. So. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Yeah. I think that was no. the only big spoiler. And it wasn't even that big. Like honestly, uh, there were a couple it of, didn't matter. There were a couple of times where we spoiled little things for each other by accident because we didn't know where the other person was in the reading. But like that was that was within the week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like we, I like there were a couple times where I think like I was like, oh my god, like, and then I would like say a thing, and she'd be like, I'm not there yet, and I'd be like, oh sorry, and then she'd get there like you know an hour. Yeah, later. which you know, it, 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 I don't really count that, but no, we. And we, those were never big moments because if they were big, I would be like, oh my god, did you read this? It was always like little things. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, like, thank you so much to all of our mods yeah. for helping <laughs> Seriously. us. No, Seriously. like we we could not have gone Monkey, on this journey without the you. Kuna. Matter, yeah. blue, yeah. Uh, uh, shales, yeah. Uh, y'all, y'all saved our asses. Yeah, yeah. Also, to everyone who would like reach out on Twitter when people were um, commenting during the one P or the Attack on Titan era when people were like deliberately trying to spoil. Yeah. Um, I went back and read some of those. Yeah. Um, someone, someone told us that Egwene died. That was like a big one that pe people, because people like uh, there were some screenshots. Oh, they would and stuff. like Google. I'm sure just like an over like the the final book. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's a big one. So yeah. But uh, yeah, no, our mods and, and and honestly, all of you, we we got really lucky. Yeah. Um, we got really lucky to have so many people reach out and be like, hey, don't go to this place. Like that stuff was that that was game changer. Yeah. I, everyone who did that, I really um I really appreciate. Yeah. It. Thank you. Honestly, like that's yeah yeah it, the, the fact that we made it through so spoiler free was like a fucking miracle yeah. um obviously huge thank you to the mods but also thank you to the community like yeah, you guys like I, I can't stress it enough uh poo daddy we've already talked about the land for being a live thing uh but thank you for asking the question yeah thank you um albino says after having watched anniversary shame are you excited for watching more of sanderson live i personally find watching him exceptionally wholesome i've actually watched a lot of his podcast with um Oh, what the... I don't know. I don't remember that guy's name. Um, but I, I watched a lot of their Rings of Power discussions. Um, and honestly, their their feelings on Rings of Power really mirrored mine, um, which was... Yeah. Which was nice to see, like, an author's take on it. Yeah, listening um, to him also have similar feelings about the Rings of Power was uh, uh, vindicating. Is that the word? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would love to... I would love to see them talk about um, Wheel of Time Season 2 maybe in the future. But yeah, I'll watch his podcast. I... Um, I like his podcast, so... Yeah, and we, we, we like a lot of things about his writing, and so I, I, yeah. I do... Yeah, yeah, it's... He, he's, like, a good speaker. We've also spent a lot of time, like, behind the scenes discussing whether or not we wanted to do Brandon Sanderson on the show, considering his, like, Mormon connection. Right. 
Um, Dan Wells, yeah. Uh, and uh, Dan Wells is great on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, I've been, like, watching his kind of discussions about how he feels about the Mormon church. And, I, you know, I think that his take of, like, look, like, I'm not going to leave the church, but I also do not hold those values. He's not um, homophobic anymore. Uh, and I think, like, that growth is worth celebrating. And I understand his position of wanting to change the institution that he came from. Uh, and so that his, like, very open-minded and, um, in my opinion, well-articulated opinion on why he is still within the church, but also, like, working to change it, is um, enough for me to say that I'm comfortable um, using his, um, or discussing his stuff on the show. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, if there were to be revelations or something about him that were to, uh, you know, you know, change much that. like J.K. Rowling, who will never cover anything that she does again. Um, Except to make fun of the, her fucking oh my god yeah but but like you know as as long as he's as long as he's in this position of like hey I'm I'm growing and I want to like grow the institution that I'm in I appreciate that and um, yeah. I, uh, I I I actually really appreciated his point of view in that and and how open minded he was mm-hmm. and um, so I I I like listening to him live I think he's a very well uh, obviously very well educated um but also just a really talented um articulator in terms of his positions yeah yeah i am yeah. i feel that yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch more of his stuff and now not have to worry about like wheel of time spoilers or anything like that yeah so yeah uh Raziel, uh now that you finished the books what are your thoughts on the metaphysics of the world particularly the turning of the wheel rebirths and the fact that at some point in the future the dark one will be freed again and the cycle will repeat is she right i am curious based on your thoughts after reading the epilogue of the final book um, Clarice, you you have a really strong opinion about this. You do not like it. <laughs> no. I asked last week, why now? Why would you tell this turning of the wheel? What is different about this turning of the wheel? The answer is, don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I don't think that that makes for strong storytelling, personally. Mm-hmm. I think other people don't give a shit about that. And that is A-okay. I don't get it. Yeah, I I, I I don't get it. I, I think that having a having rebirth without growth doesn't inherently matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the fact that it is a rebirth system where there is no real impact. Rand does not share his it's knowledge. It's tough, yeah. Rand, like, the, you could have changed so much for me and my feelings about the end of the series if Rand had shared what he had learned yeah, yeah. and not just fucked off and been like, I know the secret, <laughs> yeah. and, like, and, and leaves. Because I think that, like you said, the point of the rebirth thing doesn't matter because nobody learns anything, nobody grows in that way. The only one who knows their past memories are in, and is influenced them by them is Matt, and it's in such a weird, like, like obviously it's a very unique situation but for everybody else it's like okay well, well like why but it, it for me it's more that like the series is so much about like um souls turning out again yeah and i don't think the um i don't think the series gets into enough like what the value in souls turning out again if they have no impact on each other like yeah like buddhism isn't just like that you will be born again it's that like you have another chance at enlightenment and so the i I don't think the series really gets into enough why the rebirth in this world is why it exists 
other than th there is a set they, the concept of like there's a set number of souls and so we have to pick from them again but like if there is no if there is no enlightenment if there is no like end goal of rebirth if it is just rebirth to rebirth then then Moradin is right right like there is no if you're if the only person who remembers past lives is going to be the dragon and and if one of your past lives makes a bad decision and your soul is tied to the dark one forever and he can reincarnate you and torture you into the entire for your entire existence yeah, because I mean, yeah, that fucking sucks. The problem, the problem with the wheel, right? You don't have a chance for redemption. The the pr well, and that's it. The problem with the wheel is that the we know that the dark one keeps a bondage over your soul from life to life, mm -hmm. right? And so, in if there is a set number of souls, and in any of your lifetimes you swear to the dark one, that all the dark one has to do is wait, because eras down the line eventually everyone will have sworn to the dark one yeah because if there's no way back and i think that that's like i think what would that... have been a cool moment honestly is if rand had broken the dark one's connection to people and their and their souls mm -hmm. and that he couldn't just claim them for eternity or or if you had giving people that second chance if you had ingtar be a hero of the horn right and you say that ingtar found redemption to a point that he is no longer his soul does not belong to the dark one anymore then you then you can make the argument that the choices that you make in your next life can be better yeah and you can get out from under the dark one's thumb the problem is that like because we've seen all of the forsaken are stuck there and everyone we know who's sworn is sworn for eternity you get the problem of like well eventually everyone will be on the dark one because everyone will, will live a life eventually where they make the wrong choices right because, yeah, people make mistakes. Yeah, and I, I think that like I, I think that, that might have been the way to do it is have people like Ingtar, have one of the Forsaken choose to not be evil in this turning of the wheel and have that break their connection with the Dark One. That's what I mean. And like then if, you get to have the theme of choices and you get to yeah. play with like the value of rebirth. And if Landfear was that example, I think yeah. that would be fascinating. But 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 by not by not having by not having that, right? Albino says, I don't think the soul tied to the Dark One is a thing. He can incarnate anyone who wasn't Balefire, but he only does it with people he thinks are useful to him, which are the Forsaken. Yes, but but because he does that to the Forsaken and their whole their oaths are held across their rebirth, it it implies that the the oaths that that can carry over that the oaths are on the soul right yeah that and and if that's not the case then i don't think the job that the books explain that at all because we are only shown examples of people who are spit back out by the dark one yeah when he's like all right let's get some evil done you know yeah and yeah. and i think that like th that there's, that, there's that, that no... connection to be him should be way more clear and even if even if even if they're even if that isn't how it works, mm -hmm. the books don't set up anything else. No, he's so, the Lord of the yeah. Grave. He says, and you know, I know he's a fucking liar, but he's like, I have control over everybody who died, ha ha ha. Which like, could be true. Yeah, I know he's a liar, but that could be true. And there's no reason to think otherwise. Yeah, so, so you just, you get into this issue of like, because the books never set up anything else, you're only left with what the books do have. Yeah, and what the book sets up is yeah. that the Dark One, the Dark One's gotcha. If you are a dark friend, if you're forsaken, the Dark One's gotcha unless you're bail-fired. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, and honestly, like, the Dark One's sealed back up, but because Lanfear is still out there... Mm -hmm. Out there. She's still gonna make evil shit happen, so, like... You know, they don't even get, they, they, they don't even get, like, a reprieve from evil. Yeah. Like, evil's not done. This, and this is one of the things I said, right? Like, 
it's not even like Rand has like stopped evil for a day. Mm-hmm. The Sanchen are still evil. Lanfear's still alive. Like the world will have just as much evil in it tomorrow as it does the day before. Yeah. Um. No, maybe a little bit less, but yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah, it, it's a little bit tough. It's a, it, the metaphysics of it don't really work because it is like we've said multiple times. Judeo-Christian mythology placed over top of Eastern mysticism in a way that just doesn't, like, vibe, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raziel also asked what you think the political ramifications would be for Ranland and the future of the world after the last battle. We've kind I of already... I have no idea how to get into that, because it's so huge. And like, we we have touched on that in other questions about, you know... I the Sanchen like, Well, you know, I think hopefully the Aeol, it, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, that is that is a whole... Like, yeah, it would be so hard to discuss because it depends on where people end up. And and we don't know who's alive, right? Like, True. Fayul, I guess, is the queen of Saldea, but how many Saldeans are there? Like, you know, like, yeah. what are you the king of? Elaine is the queen of Andor and Kyrian, but, like, Andor but kind of doesn't exist. Saldea because Perrin is, like, her liege. Like, anyways, yeah, those yeah. connections are very strange. Uh, we would have to, like, know who's alive and, like, what where people are going after this if there's enough people for those to be countries again or if they're just going to be open space or yeah yeah Baka Karn says also he'd only have them when not caged the boar is open in the second age and close at the end of the third age but no the dark one can still touch the world even when the the, the boar is seals closed are yeah even when the seals are there he, like he still touches the world yeah he touches the world more and more but like yeah he still has like hordes of dark friends <laughs> Well, I think that this is where, like, the, like, the caging gets confusing. Because of the lack of specificity. Yeah. And that's the the, problem, is that we It's so vague that it can be whatever you want. Like, you can make your argument for anything. And I think that's, I think that's why so many people still talk about the Wheel of Time, because of that vagueness, but I think that, like, honestly, that is, like, not great writing, uh, well, I think like, the ceiling at the end, what it implies, because the epilogue doesn't get into it at all. Yeah, th- I don't know what it means. Yeah, like did he seal him better than loose? I think so. Maybe. But, like I'm Maybe. implying that I don't, and they don't show us what loose did. So like I don't even know if it's better. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Like the Age of Legends was a utopia. Like the Age of Legends was supposedly a utopia before before. Um, the uh, land fear opened the boar, right? Yeah, apparently. Supposedly, but we don't get enough of that, right? Like, I think that like th- that having more of those flashbacks, having Rand get more of those memories of what the um previous age was like before the boar, because mm-hmm. we really only get the Ridian stuff after shit falls apart. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we'd gone back a little bit further and seen that like there there really was a time when the Dark One wasn't touching the world at all, maybe maybe that would have been a little bit more. Yeah, clear, maybe but... it would have felt different for sure. It's, yeah, the, and and that's the problem, is it, it's not super specific, it's a bit nebulous, it lets people craft their own theories, mm-hmm. which is, like, cool, but, uh, but the person... when a series, <laughs> and here's the thing, you want to craft those things within the scope of a series before you get to the end, and then the end should provide some answers, and I really don't think that this end provides almost any answers all right, at all. <laughs> but, but, and here's the, here's the biggest question mark about the series. Okay. The person who knows how to open the board is still alive. Like, the, the reason Lanfear should be dead is because she is the character that knows how to open the boar. True. She's the only one. Literally, the only character in the whole series that knows how to do the thing is the one that is still alive. If she decides she wants the Dark One out next year, she can go do that because she's the one that knows how to do it. 
She is the fucking scientist that opened the bar in the first place. So if she decides that that's what she wants to do, like the one person who has that knowledge is still alive. <sighs> yeah. And she's like the most unpredictable person. She's like, am I a good guy? Am I a bad guy? Yeah. If she has a bad year. Yeah, if she wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, we're fucked. Uh, Albino says, on a scale of 1 to 13, how mad is the plan to try and adapt The Wheel of Time as a live action series? Uh, 36. 36 out of 13. Yeah. yeah. As a live action, yeah. Yeah. Patty do asks, since our time is implied to be the first age, who would you say of any of the characters is your soul spun out again? Elsa Greenwell. Who's pedantic and an asshole? <laughs> Who's pedantic and an asshole? Um, Maybe Galad? Like, he's really righteous and not always about the right things. <laughs> he's a little up his own ass. Uh, I feel like that could be me. But, like, re like, really believes in doing the right thing. Yeah, I do. But yeah. I sometimes go about it in a way that makes people hate me. <laughs> I have a very strong idea of what the right thing is. And I stand by it no matter what. There's If there's a hill, you die on it. I Yeah, I do. I think I, like, Galad and I... Galad, I, I see a lot of similarities between me and Galad. Um, in a way that I don't like, right? Like, there's things about him that I acknowledge. Cat Swain? I, I would not be Cat Swain. No. Absolutely not. No, I, I, yeah, I think that, like, I don't know. I think Galad's, like, need to do the right thing and my autism, my Asperger's-y brain, I think that those line up in a way that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely a more, like, it's it's my soul in a much more handsome body, <laughs> but, um. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Whatever you say. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, don't know if there's a lot of characters that I'm like in this book, and, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of the women are written as bitches. And men, you're like men. You stand by me through some bullshit. Min, Min is like Min is like that. Sure, but like I don't consider myself particularly philosophical. Like yeah, but she only she he, okay. But Min only becomes philosophical because she has to. It's the hyper focus. It's the same thing that you do where you're like, oh, we're gonna do YouTube. We're YouTubers now. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll go with Min. Yeah. Min's great. More Min and Galad. Yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah. That yeah, we'll we'll go with that. I appreciate. I think that's a very like generous take on on me, but I appreciate that. Um. All right. Uh. God, we're over three hours. We need to get moving here. Oopsie. We'll um, probably have to do that quiz another day, unless you want to. Yeah. Make no, we'll some do it another money. day. <laughs> uh. Demetrius says, as long as an an insanely huge work of fiction remains consistent or improves in quality, like One Piece, then its size is mostly positive, since there's more of it. How did the size of Wheel of Time affect the series itself? Uh, it's not that the size did, it's that there is a point where there is a massive drop in quality. And... Yeah, if the, if the, if the Wheel of Time had remained at those, like, at that level the whole time... It could be 90 books long if they're all Shadow Rising level of quality, but it's, it's yeah. the fact that once you get into the slog, it is, 
like thematically less interesting and narratively less motivated and less happens, but there's more words. It just kind of like the 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 size becomes daunting because so little occurs, right? In, in those books, yeah. But like, like the size like, of the first six books, I'm like, oh, don't care. I could chew through yeah. that, whatever. It's yeah, it's even about, like the last battle. Like people are like the last battle is longer than a Harry Potter book, but it's so riveting to read yeah, that it like feel it doesn't. Like it. The size of it doesn't matter. It was really just that like the series that had these characters doing stuff suddenly had characters not doing things yeah. and you're like well yeah for sure that's boring like i i i'll read 50 million words if all if if there's a a through line mm-hmm. right if there's still plot going on but like once you get to the point where it's like what hap- what did elaine do for 8 days and you're like i don't care yeah and all of the shit that elaine does in that book it, they do the same scenes again in the next book it's so wild yeah no i agree uh, Ice School, we already talked about Logan's arc. It's our favorite thing in the series. Yes. But someone asked that question already. 100%, but I appreciate the question. Uh, but it is the most complete arc in the books, I think. Yeah. M Dash says there's plenty of fantasy swearing in the books, but if you could insert just one use of the word fuck, uh, who would get to say it and when? I mean, it would obviously be Uno. <laughs> <laughs> like. I think my, I think my fuck would be Tam. Tam? Yeah, when he goes to see Rand, and Rand is looking like like Darth Rand. He's like, what the fuck? No, it'd be like, boy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. And, like, hearing hearing Tam swear for the first time is like, Rand is like, oh, I've actually really fucked up. I've got it. I've got it. It's Egwene in the afterlife looking down and seeing that Ked's queen (laughs) is going to be the one to replace her. And it's just a Geralt, fuck. (laughs) That's very funny. Uh, Celtic Mandalorian. Thank you so much for that super chat. Been along for the ride since your first Dusty Wheel show. Oh, we love the Wow. I uh, don't always agree with you. Fair. But have appreciated your fresh takes and honest opinions that sometimes challenge me to reconsider my own. Congrats on finishing. Thank you so much. Thank that you. That is incredibly kind of you. That that means a lot. And that's kind of all that all that we want from this. I, I, I do not expect everyone to always agree with me or with you. And, 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 like... Uh, you know, I mean, well, yeah, there are certain things where it's like slavery is bad. You know, I think I hope we can all agree on that. But like the intricacies of the book uh, and and what works and why and and all of those like really fun things. Um, I I love that everyone is different and unique and mm-hmm. and I, I do hope that we've given people a different perspective on aspects of the book and and things to love or not love as much and 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 why. Yeah. And 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 the why of it is really the focus. So thank you for for being along with us. Uh, let's get into Shafika's question. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I love about the Wheel of Time is the prophecies, visions, and analyzing them. What do you think of how they were used by Rob Jordan and the characters? Mm. I think there's some great prophecy stuff yeah. in the beginning. I know you don't like prophecy in general. I, it's not that I hate prophecy. I don't like the way it's used here. Yeah, not no, your favorite. It's, it's, it's overdone here. I think Especially if the theme of this is going to be choice. I think that like having so much be prophesized and yeah. to be end is... If it's fate, it doesn't matter if it's your yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, having those two things, they don't, yeah, they don't really work side by side. But I think that some of the prophecy stuff at the beginning in the first half yeah. was fun to explore. It gave us a lot to chew on. And then th- the thing is, later on in the series, it, the prophecies just kind of said stuff and we looked at each other and we were like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um. And so I think it just got a bit more convoluted later on. But I also think stuff. I also think great. too many prophecies get dropped. Um, yeah. I think that this series was really fun when it seemed like all the prophecies were paying off. Mm-hmm. And things like the, I honestly like the Olivia prophecy is the it, it's the Olivia prophecy is so big 
so many characters treat Olivia differently because of it. And then Olivia's forgotten about. And then her pro the way her prophecy fulfills is such a cop-out at the right in the epilogue. Yeah. That, like, it's, like, disappointing. And I, yeah. I think the Olivia prophecy... I think that I... There were prophecies that I really liked early on. And then I think that the way the Olivia prophecy end right now, being so fresh off the end of the book... It's rough. It has, like, given me a, like, bad taste in my mouth for prophecies for the whole series. Yeah. Because I really, like, I really don't like how the Olivia prophecy goes down. Like, I just think it is... It, the fact that she's not in the book at all, there's not even a fake out on the prophecy. She's just not present. And then... Yeah. The, the way that her prophecy plays out doesn't... It doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Because when do Rand and her talk? Yeah. Like, how does, how does she know? Why does she... Like, of the people that Rand could tell the plan, why is it her? Like Because of the prophecy it's, in it's which case... It's so weak. And I just... I It takes away choice and agency because yeah. it's a prophecy. And so it doesn't fit the theme of these novels. I just... I really... I really like... Dis I really right now am not hot on the prophecies of the Wheel of Time because of the Olivia one being such a central part of the epilogue kind of falling apart for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hidden Illusion asks, can you summarize what this series is about to someone who hasn't read the books? The Wheel of Time is about four million words long. Uh, the Wheel of Time is about a horse who is God. Yeah. Uh, the Wheel of Time is about how we can fight the devil as long as there is a country with a ton of slaves uh, to come in and save the day at the end. Wow. 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 The, the, the Wheel of Time is about uh, how... Um, how you choose to live your life actually doesn't matter because Taviran. <laughs> uh, what is it actually about? The Wheel of Time, I don't know what it's about. It's a tough one. The Wheel of Time is about smoothing skirts. And crossing your arms under big old titties. The Wheel of Time is about boobling boobaliciously. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> what, what would I actually say? The we like, seriously, not joking. The Wheel of Time is... About the journey, not the destination. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you can if you can be okay with that. For me, the Wheel of Time... Uh, I, Philip is making a joke. But for me, the Wheel of Time is about the friends I made along the way. Because that's the best part of it is this community. Uh, that is 100% what it is for us. Yeah. Yes. The Wheel of Time is about the people it brought together to complain about the Wheel of Time. <laughs> and I think Wheel of Time fans agree with that. Well, because even, like, even when we were at Jordan Con, there were so many conversations we had where they were like, oh yeah, I don't like that part. And I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. You love it, but you hate page. it. You yeah. hate to love it. You love um, to hate it. Hal says, if anybody were to write novels expanding on the Wheel of Time universe, what topics would you like to see? I feel like we kind of have answered this. I would love, ways. I would really love to see Stephen King um, play with the horror elements of the Wheel of Time. Because there's so many great, yeah, like Kinderstap or um, the um, Mo Fell, what was that place called? The one I always forget the name of. So Harbor? So Harbor. So Harbor. Um, like, I, I think that, like, Stephen King would write a really fun horror movie in this. Um, I would love to see, like, who? what's another author I'd love to see take a stab at, like, I'd an element of the I'd love to see um, uh, whoever wrote Fifty Shades of Grey really expanding on uh, the polyamory in this, uh, this, this world between uh, Rand and Lane and Minden Avienda. I, yeah, I would love whoever wrote Akatar 
to write the um We haven't even read that Teleranriad sex orgy. Ah, uh, that sounds Can like Can you a imagine good time. all the weird sex things you could do in Teleranriad? Yeah. Mark Torres asks, what incontrovertible proof from the books proves to you that this story takes place on future Earth? Uh, just too many too many allusions to our fairy tales and our yeah. um our like Arthur Hawkwing being King Arthur. There's a, there's just too many elements from <laughs> our our history that that make it very much seem like it's in, in, you know been influenced. Yes, yes. The weevils of time. Yes, that is well, albino. Well done. Ten out of ten. Uh, Careful with the stormlight stuff, guys. Don't know what that means, James Ross. Oh well, we, we the, luckily we cannot read all of chat, so. Uh, question two is, how many more books would Brandon have needed to wrap up all of the plots to your satisfaction? I, I mean, think... he could have done it in one. It's it's really just about the fact that I think that he was given an epilogue that he had to get to and wasn't able to, like, write the story naturally. Yeah, like, I don't think he w could have expanded on the epilogue enough for it to... Because it's like, okay, here, here's where the entirety of The Wheel of Time comes down to. Brandon Sanderson says that Moraine isn't in A Memory of Light very much because he didn't have notes to write from, so he didn't want to make it up. That, to me... But he was willing to make up that Egwene died and that can't, you know what I mean? It's like, all about what he could get approval on as well, yeah. right? He didn't have free reign. I don't I don't know that Brandon Sanderson could have done it better given the limitations. I think Robert Jordan could have because he could have done what he wanted. But I think you just kind of, we kind of ended up with where we wanted to. Yeah. This is me. Thank, thank you, you for that the super, chat. super chat. Thank you. It was mentioned, <laughs> but have you read the Wheel of Time Song of Ice and Fire short story written by George R. R. Martin or any plans to? Didn't know about it till now. Day ahead, oh nine. Does it take place in... This is like when the... We, Send uh, some stuff in Discord yeah. um, to us, please, and thank you, because we'll definitely take a look at those um, for our, like, revisit of the full series recap. Um, nah, question three. In the Age of Legends, all technology was based on magic, basically a Tarangrail for flying, heating, etc. Do you consider Ranland to be more scientifically advanced? Because it doesn't use magic? Interesting. Um, I think with uh, the Rand's universities that it will be. Yeah, I mean, For they're going to sure. have cars. Yeah, they, they, they got a train, so. Yeah. yeah they have, like, cars. Yeah. Because they don't need track, right? Oh, right, yeah. 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 And then our final question. Icicle asks, out of all characters, who is the best or top five if you want to rank in Teleran Riyadh? I think canonically well, it's Lanfear. And then probably Grandol. Yeah. Well, I mean, she influences all the armies through their dreams. Yeah, we've got Egwene and we've got Perrin. I would I think put Perrin above kinda... Egwene. Sure, okay, sure, yeah. Perrin and then Egwene. And then Slayer. Slayer. Makes sense. I'd put Slayer above Egwene. Egwene's not there in the flesh. Yeah, I think okay. that of the characters we know, I would go Lanfear, Grendel, Perrin, Slayer, Egwene. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. I think it's weird because I think some of them obviously have superpowers and special powers and like you know and a lot of them have more time there but from yeah the characters that we get in this as they are yeah. i think that 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 checks out yeah yeah that was the last question Mogadine Mogadine doesn't no. make the list she gets captured in fucking no she gets captured by Nynaeve yeah in the Teleran yeah Riyadh. sorry Mogadian does not make the cut ever she, uh, Mogadian is like on the list of people who know how to be there, but like yeah, Mogadian does not there. beat any of those five. Yeah, Mogadian gets captured by Elaine and Nynaeve in Teleran Riyadh. I think it's just Nynaeve, but yeah. No, Elaine's there. It's the two of them, isn't it? I thought they were separate at that point. Yeah, 
Capture my knee while she steals the block. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moga Sorry, Mogadine, Mogadine does not make yeah. the cut. There, Egwene literally... She, she Mogadine has to be below Egwene because Egwene quite literally has a collar put on her in Telranriad and goes, that doesn't exist, and then kills the Forsaken. Yeah. And Mogadian goes, I'm I'm collared, oh no, and then spends like a year fucking teaching the girls how to channel. Yep. Yeah. So no, Mogadian is not in the top five. Y'all, that was our last question in the Discord. If you, for some reason, forgot to put a question in and you want to super chat it now, we're going to give you a chance. Mm -hmm. But uh, this, uh, this, this is, comes to the winding down of our... Final wheel of time. It's the okay. final countdown. Like I said, we'll do we'll do another one when we've let it. Oh sit no, I want to do the sporkle. Yeah, this what? Spork the sporkle test. Sporkle. Isn't that what Is it's that called? What it's called? Yeah, I don't know when we're gonna do that because we're gone. It is called Sporkle. Okay. I I read it. And Guys, skeptical Mario promised us money. Okay, if if, if we can two dollars for every character that we get. How correct. does this work? I have. We have 20 minutes. Let's do it. Right now? Yeah, fuck it. But only if Skeptical Mario's here. Well, but it'll live forever on the internet. That's true. Guys, uh, never mind. The podcast is not ending. The podcast is not over. I guess we're we're doing this. We're doing we a sporkle. We, we don't need to eat. It's like 2.30 we'll in the We'll eat in 20 minutes. No, I know. I'm just teasing. Although between the two of us, it's probably going to take more than 20 minutes. Well, no, there's a count. I don't think we have more than 20 minutes. Oh, there's I think a we timer. Have Oh, shit. Okay, so we have to do this fast. Gotta go fast. Okay, all right. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. We're, Chat, we're are you ready for the end? Chat. We're Surprise. sparkling. Surprise. Guys, we're uh, sparkling. Here we go. In. Oh, my God. Okay. Three, two, one. How does it work? Can you... Oh, we just have to name characters. Oh, uh, Wait, Rand... What? Uh, oh. Perrin, uh, Matt, um, Egwene, uh, Tom, uh, Moiraine, uh, Tam. I hope it forgives um, spelling mistakes. Lan. No, it took Lan, Mandragorin, so you gotta do Lan, Lan Fear. Fear. Yeah. Uh, oh, did that not pop up? Or maybe uh, it did lower down. Moradin. I'm just gonna scroll um, a little bit. Yeah, no, keep going. You're good. You're um, good. shit. Uh, fucking. Wait, you just have to name. Okay. Swan. Um. Suan. 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 Gareth. Uh. Gareth. No, no. Why? I'm pretty sure it's why. Gareth. No, no. E. Yeah, it's it's, it's an E. Gareth. Gareth. Brian. Nailed oh my it. God. Rodell. Um, just put Rodell. I love that you only have to get their first names too. Oh, thank God! Um, if we had to spell Mo all of these. Good, Mo good, Oh, thank God! Uh, um, Sean and Sean and Sean. Sean, right? Sha no, there's no, no the the the, the Cheyenne. Sean. Cyan. Fuck. Pavara. Andrel. Oh, wow, six hundred and twelve. He pops in at the end and then does a lot. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Pavara, uh, Did you get Aleda, Bella. Uh, Belal. No. What? He's only in the first book, right? Agenor is mentioned a lot. Um, oh, it might just be later Belthamel. down in the page. No, it didn't like Belthamel. Isn't uh, that a yeah. character? Yeah, Belthamel. No. 
No, that's not um, working. Oh, okay. Arangar. I don't know the rules um, of this. Oh, wait, Balthamel. Fuck. Um, Balthamel. All right. Halima. Uh, Halima. Or, no, I guess. Halima. No. No, no, because we already, um, yeah. Nynaeve. Haven't done Nynaeve yet. Nynaeve? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't spell anything. I'm dyslexic. I know. That's um, why this is funny. Um, um, uh, uh, Coffin, but a dad. Sen. Uh, Abel. 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 Um, Josh, Narishma. Uh, uh, J J J Jahar. Jahar. Yeah, Jahar, Narishma. Uh, Narishma. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I, th so first Evan. name wasn't enough. Evan. Evan, uh, Evan Hopwell. Um, uh, oh my god. Uh, so, fuck, 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 fuck. Um, Loyal. what about like Mandarb? <laughs> I'll be Loyal. Um, I don't know how to spell A-L-D-I-E-B, I think. No, A-L-D-I-E-B, E-I-B. I guess she, like, kind of, no, Mandarb is way There's more. There's also an apostrophe in there, isn't there? Mm. Um, dark one. Shaitan, Shadar Haran. Is that a character? Shadar Haran? Oh, Masana. No. Masana, um, -E Alviarin. -A -A. I think. No, it's a double A -A? S. Or there we yeah. go. Okay. Uh, 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 Alviarin. Leanne. Oh yeah. What's her last name? Or is it Leanne? Leanne. Leanne. Sure, sure. Oh. Turok. Oh. Oh. Uh, fuck. Oh, Tuan. Tuan. Uh, what's her For face? Tuana, Kareed. Kareed. K A R. Yeah. R E D E. For Kareed. Um. Fucking what's her face? Uh, Shariam. Uh, Shariam. Yeah. Sylviana. Sylviana, yep. Um, um, Gawain. Gawain. Oh. Galad. Galad. Morgase. Morgase. Uh, uh, Robin. Is it R A H V I N? Yeah. Tovin. 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 Um. Um. Uh. Rand's mom. Cat. Cat. Um. Oh. Uh. Tigrain. 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 No. Uh. What? Wait. Yeah, unless I spelled it wrong. Um, Fuck. Um, oh, Luce. Luce Theron? I think that's Rand. Theron. I think it counts. Yeah. Nope, doesn't. Telemon. It's different someone else. Okay, uh, okay. Um, Ellen? No. Um, we're missing one of the top Ruark. Ruark. Uh, Amis. Amis. Melane. Um, Melane. We're missing, like, one of the fucking top people. A Rand, Egwene, Matt, Perrin, Nynaeve, Moraine, Elaine. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. That makes um, sense. Avienda. Brigitte. Oh. Uh. Uh. uh yeah. A V Y E N D A. There's an H in there somewhere. Uh. uh Brigitte. Burgit. Is it Bur or Br? B I R G I T T E. I think. Yeah. Nice. Um, um, shit, shit, shit. Uh, fuck, 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 oh, fuck, fuck. Oh, Adelis and Valdine. Valdine, like that? Val, uh. Adelius. and Ve Fuck, what's her name? Varen. Varen. Um, and then, uh. What's her sister's name? Vanin. And, um. Hurin. Cian. No. Hurin. Hurin. Uh, Agelmar. It's Vandine. Agelmar? Agel? Agelmar? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, um, Vandine. Rodel. We did a Rodel, didn't we? Yes, yes. 
Yeah. Uh, we didn't. Who's the other great captain? Um, Rodell, Agamar, Gareth, and Davram. Oh, Bashir, yes. Oh, Fail. Oh my yep. God. Fail. Fail. Yeah. Uh, Gaul. Gaul. Bane. Chiad. Bane. Uh, Chiad. Look, if only we could remember the list of women that Rand goes through <laughs> in his head. Oh, um, who's the one Layla. who dies? Layla. Layla. No, no. La it starts with a fuck. Fuck. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, um, Leandrin. Leandrin, uh, yeah. I swear it starts with an L. Layla? Sorry, podcast listeners. This is probably a nightmare to listen to. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, we're not looking at chat for a reason. Uh, we're trying to do this ourselves. Uh, yeah, yeah, 13 yeah. more minutes. We got this. We got this. We got this. Um, um, oh, Oliver. Um, Satali. Oh, Satel. No, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah, Satel yeah. and Anne. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Fuck, I can't spell. Um, Olivia. Yes. Uh, who are the other like? Um, Sean. I don't know how to spell any of the Sean. Oh, get get. Uh, starts with a G. Bonded to Logan. Did we get Logan? Logan. Starts with a G, right? Um, Gabrell. Gabrell, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, who are the other Two Rivers boys? Uh, fuck, not. Oh my God, Will Will Alcine. Will Alcine. Oh, uh, Elsa Grinwell. L-S-E? Yeah, I think. Grinwell. Grinwell. Yes. No. What really? if I put in just Grinwell? No. Fuck. Uh, I um, thought that was her name. Um. Uh, oh, uh, Ramonda and Lelaine, right? Yes, Ramonda and Lelaine. Uh, Pedron Nile. Patty saw Pedron? P-E-D-R-O-N. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, um, Balwer. Balwer and then kill, gets killed. Valda, Valda. Amen. Yeah, I think that's it. Amen. Yeah. Yes, Amen Valda. Um. Oh. Um. Uh. The the Dane Bornhall. Dane Bornhall. And uh, Geoff. Geofram. Uh. Geofram. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um. Ishamil. No, it's the no, same as. No, we kind of that. Warden. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Who is this person? <laughs> There's someone who's so important Above that we're forgetting. Fayil. Uh Hopper maybe. Okay, Hopper counts. Um Elias. Where is Avienda? Oh, she's right there. Yeah. Uh Who gets mentioned more than Fayil? I don't know. Um Iliana? How do you spell Iliana? <laughs> uh 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 I L E Y Iliana? Or is it just I-L-Y-A-N-A? No. No, she's not actually in the books herself, so it makes sense that she's not there. Um, um, who are we missing? Who are we missing? Who are we missing? Um, Angel Pavara. Um, oh, um, Galena. Semiraj. Uh, Galena. Samir Haggy, right? Yeah, Samir Haggy. Um, uh, oh, uh, Shido Lady. Um. Kuladin. Oh, cool. uh, and Savannah. Savannah. Um, and uh, do we have all the Forsaken? Did we do Robin. like? Robin. Yeah. So well, yeah. Samael. Think... Oh, Samael. Yeah, right. Did we do Demandred? We might not have. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Who the fuck is above Fayel that we're missing? Is Shendla on this list? No, she's not. She comes Nicole in too late. Nikola. 
Nakomi? I don't think Nakomi's in this enough. Yeah. Creator. Is this the top two? Oh, creator, maybe. <laughs> Is that a person? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, let's Mentioned go. Mentioned 114 times. Okay, okay. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, Galad. Did I do Galad? Yeah. Berlane. Berlane. Nice. Berlane? Oh. Is it Berlane? Yeah, L A I N. Yes. Um, fucking, what's the. We need the, um, the. Zarine? Zarine? No. What's her name? The Win Win Fine. Fucking. It starts with a Z. Fuck me. Is Rena? Yeah, Rena Amain. Uh, what's her. Scary Lady? Starts with an A. One of the, uh. One of the, uh. One of the one of the fucking fucking kinswoman. One of the kinswoman. She's the oh, one. Oh, Alice. Alice. Thank you. I, I, I don't know how to spell it though. Is it Alice? No. Try putting in Alice like normal. Alice. No. Should we just start putting in normal names? <laughs> how have we not gotten like the ninth one? We're gonna feel so dumb for that one and that one. I know. Oh, what's Loyal's girlfriend's name? Um, Aerith. Aerith. What's his mom's name? I don't know. Fuck. We just read it in the thingy. My mom starts with a C, I think. Eight minutes. We're doing okay. 86. I feel pretty good at 86. Guy uh, H that they're traveling with. Hamar? Hamar. Hamar. Yes. Hamar. H-A-M-A-R? No. no, it's H. No. Um, do we do Huron? Uh, do we do Talmanis? Uh, what about um, uh, Aludra? Oh, good call. Um, who else is in the Band of the Red Hand? Vane and we did. We need to start doing it by place, right? Because we did. Did I do more gays? Yeah. yeah, we got more um, gays. What about um, who's the? Oh, uh, more gays's boy. Um. Oh, to no, yes. Starts with a T and it's not Talmanis. What happened to him? Where's he in the last battle? Doesn't matter. Totally they go fuck about. off and have um, sex. Oh, um, what's what's innkeeper? Um, uh, fucking uh. Uh, Basil Gill. Basil Gill. Shipkeeper. Ship ship captain. There's no way Basil Gill is not. What? Okay, Bail Doman. Ba Basil Gill's in a lot of these books. Yeah, that's garbage. Bail Doman. Yeah. Nice. Agianin is on there already. Agianin. I actually don't think she. Okay, is. sick. Um. Um. Who's the Panarch of um Tenchiko? Al, uh, uh, Al, 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 Alice, Aleandra? Uh, fucking. Aleander. Yeah. That's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Um, Ali, Aleandro, uh, fucking. Okay, um. Fuck. It's, uh, it's starting to get hard to remember what we've already put on there. I know, I'm like trying not to look at like chat over here. I know. Here. Uh, um. Pad and Fane. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, what about like Machin Shin? No. Is that a character? Yeah, no, I guess not. Um, Narg? No. Pips? Pips, no. What? Wind? No. Um, we did Oliver, right? Yeah, we did Oliver. Um, who are, like, who are some of the Aes Sedai that are like with them when they're in Ebudar? What are their names? What's the queen? Oh, um, uh, te, te, what's the queen of, um, Ebudar? Um, and her son. Tylen. Tylen. What's her son's name? Starts with a B. I don't know. Um, okay. What's their last name? Tylen. I don't know. Oh, Arthur. <laughs> oh, Arthur Hawkwing. Arthur Hawkwing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck. 
Wow, this is getting so hard. I know. The farther you go, it's Ingtar, like... did he live long enough to get on this list? Uno. Yeah, Uno. Masima? Nice. There's... How are we missing the one at the top? Rand, Egwene, Matt, Perrin, Elaine, Nynaeve, Moraine. Is, is it Morden? No. No, we already... Yeah, because we did a shaman. Oh, Min. Fucking Min Farshak. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're so good at this. Um, Alana. Alana. Fuck her. Um, um, who is that? Oh, Leandrin. No, we got that. We did. Yeah, we got that. Um, Swan Leanne. Oh, Suroth? Suroth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the dude in the prologue? No, no, no. What's the lady who comes back with the knife? The dark friend lady. I can't remember her name. The dark friend lady. Oh, I don't remember her name. Are there any warders? Sylviana? We got we Sylviana. Um, warders. No. Lan is the only one I remember Who's right the now. head of the green battle archer? I don't know. We got Galena, right? Yeah. Oh, um, who's the, who's the commander that um, Matt likes of the Sanchen? Ty Lee. I think we got that. Ty. I don't think I put in Ty Lee. Oh, no. okay. Um, um, all right. We're getting, we're, we're over a hundred. I'm happy with a hundred. Um, what are, oh, um, Aram. Oh. What are her parents' names? Isla. Isla. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. Starts with an R, I think. Um. Raim. It's like R-A-E-M, maybe? I don't know why I'm thinking that. Okay. Um. No. Um, we got... We put in Elias, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you got Hopper. Oh, who is the woman who killed herself in Kyrian? Killed herself in Kyrian? Yeah, the go she, like, reclaimed herself queen while Rand wasn't there, and then she killed herself. Fuck, I don't remember her name at yeah. all. We got Tigrain. What was her... Tigrain didn't come up, though, which feels weird. Oh, okay. Um... Oh, Kara Lane? Damadred. Carlin. Darlin. Darlin Weramon. Darlin W E I Weramon? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many Sean's and I have no idea how to spell any of them. Sean? No, no it's like C Oh wait, isn't like there one that's C A Isn't there that? Yeah. Yeah. C Sign. That's an S. <laughs> Um, Shine. Okay, there's one. Bo oh, um, oh, who? Uh, 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 she. He goes after um, Dav. Uh, the guy who tries to rape um Elaine. Fuck. What is his name? Oh my god, it's such a dumb name. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Um. What happens if I just put in damage red? <laughs> There's all fill in. Um. Oh, Slayer. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um. I guess he minutes. counts as two people. Yeah. Well. Right. Because I don't think Luke or Sam come up, right? Yeah 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 yeah. That makes sense. Oh fuck. Okay. What are we doing? 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 Um. Yeah. What is his name? Day. It's hmm. not David. No. Or isn't there a character that's David with E D at the end? 
David. Yep, yeah, David Hanlon. Oh, that's it. That's it, Hanlon. That's the dude. Okay. Um. No, Doylen Millar. Doylen. Doylen. Sorry, I got. Well, no. Just try typing in Millar. No. Hmm. M e l l a r. Just go put that in. No. Fuck. Um, uh, Tame. Oh yeah, yeah, Mahile. There's still a very important character that we're missing. I know. Oh wait, do we do Landfear? Yeah. Do we do Gowan? Yeah. Yeah. Do we do um? Is that the last battle? Samurai Masana, Landfear. Fuck. What's uh? What's what's Demandra's girlfriend's name? Shendla, she's not Shendla? there. Shendla, okay, not, not on there. Um, Did we do um, Grendel? Oh, A-L. Nice, all right, we didn't have that one. We did Amis. We did Ruark. Yeah, by your... Oh, there's Malayne? No. No, we got... Did we get Malayne? No. Yeah, I think we might have gotten her already. Um... Oh, Ken Swain. Oh, fuck. That's the one. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, we've got the, like, first row pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did we do Elias? Nakomi? No, we tried that. Oh. We did Elias, yeah. Yeah, we did Elias. Fuck. Um, God damn it. Um, I want one more. We didn't get any of the sea folk. I love that we got 111. One, one, one. One, one, one. Any of the sea folk at all? Can I remember any of their names? There's one that starts with an H. Zareen is the only one I remember. We're done. All right, let's go through the ones that we missed. All right, guys, um, guys, we crushed that. Juwillin Sandar. That's oh, yeah. the only one in the first row that Forgot we missed. Forgot about him, honestly. Noel, we didn't do Noel. How is Jarrett Byer mentioned more than Noel? Or Morel, oh Morel, yeah, Sulin, Alviarin, Dylan. Wait, we got. I thought we put in Alviarin. We couldn't remember how it was spelled. Oh. Dylan, Salusha, Asmodian. Oopsie. <laughs> Everyone forgot, we about, forgot about Asmodian. Uh, Soralia, <laughs> Soralia, yeah, fuck. Oh man. That's so funny, Jolene, Marilila. We forgot about No. Marana, Linny. Oh, that was a good We're going to get spanked Rianne for Jared Grady. Van Dean. Van Dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Talan Talonvor. Yeah. Talonvor, that was the one. Saren, Tharava, Anea, yeah. Debrain. Gerard, Arga oh, Arganda. I was like, <laughs> who the fuck is Gerard? Teslin. Uh, Teslin. Basil, Basil Gil. Gil. Wait, there. I put that in. Oh, I think you put I-L. Fuck. Yeah. Dahmer Flynn. Fuck. Anura. Why was the dyslexic typing? J. Chim Karadin. Oh, yeah, Karadin. Yukiri. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Harin Dintogara, two wins. Stepper is in there, but Pips isn't? Fuck wow. off. Stepper's in way more books, though. No! Yeah, Pips Perrin... isn't the whole thing. Pips survives until the end. Uh, Beslin, Maidani, Maurice, Nalcine. Bran Alvira, yeah, I forgot that one. Bran, oh, yeah. Algarin, oh, Bale. Oh, forgot Herod Fell, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Lewin. I no. thought Herdfell wasn't going to be in it enough. Amethyra, Tarna, Theodrin, Haral, Luhan, Bran. 
Jaden. I don't know who that is. So is Aldeeb on here or no? Uh, I don't see Aldeeb. Interesting. Like so many of these Reynolds Fanwar. No. Oh, idea. I was Florin so Gelb. I was so close with Raim, but it was Charles yeah. Gedwin. Can you imagine if we pulled that? Yeah. Talandin Gellin. I don't know who any of these fuckers are. Manel Rochade, Almond Bunt. That sounds like a cake. An Elza, almond bunt cake. Elza Penfell? No idea. Is that Elza Grinwell? And I've just been saying her name completely wrong and misremembering. Michael Kioski. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you so that's, much. That's skeptical Mario. Holy shit, yes. Uh, thank, uh, guys, I got in 111 out of 250. This makes up for all the puns I didn't say in the book clubs I missed. Thank you. Wow, that is so sweet. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate that. Damn, let's go. We crushed it. I'm happy with 111. Yeah, I'll take it. God damn. I'm um, sorry, podcast listeners. That was probably terrible, but we should end the show. Yeah, Michael Kiyoski, thank you so much. We should end the show. We should end the show. Oopsie. Y'all, uh, thank you for an incredible stream. Thank you for an incredible two years. Mm -hmm. That's the Wheel of Time. We only remembered 111 characters. That's so. fine. You know what? That's okay. I can't believe it took us that long to remember Min. Yeah. But you did it. You crushed it. Um, yeah. Um, I just assumed we'd already done her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, wow. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back what a uh, with more book club on Tuesday the 24th with mm. the Inheritance Quadrology plus Cycle. new book. Yeah. Starting uh, with Aragon. We're going to do Aragon first. Yeah. Or should we do them out of order? Should we just do like Brissinger first? No, fuck. No. <laughs> we're going to start with Aragon. It's going to be super fun. Uh, thank you so much to Missing Mountain Gaming for sponsoring today's podcast. Yes. Uh, use code NerdyNightly15 at MissingMountainGaming.com for 15% off your order over there. Um, thank you so much to everyone who's supported us through this. We're only just beginning with the Wheel of Time. I'm going to play the video game soon, probably in December. Yeah. Uh, once yeah. I finally beat Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, and um, I'm going to, uh, we're going to do some TTRPG stuff. There's a lot of Wheel of Time stuff coming. Uh, we're probably going to be hopping over on the Dusty Wheel at some point in the near future to talk with him about finishing the yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll chat with the innkeeper. It'll be fun. And, um, yeah. Uh, Ildram says, what? don't feel bad about his modi, and I forgot about Luce Theron. Oopsie. Uh, that's okay. Um, thank, thank you for an incredible tears. Thank so. you for the super chat. And, yeah. yeah, thank you guys for everything. This has been such a crazy journey. Um, it feels emotional to end this, but um, I'm yeah. so hungry. Yeah. And we have fried rice waiting for me downstairs, so. For you. Well, there's a big thing. We can split it in half. Yeah, it's for us. It's waiting well, I didn't know us. if you were going to eat that right now, but that's <laughs> what I'm having right now. Um, do something nerdy tonight, y'all. If they got here, they know who we are. I mean, we don't need to I do an gonna outro. I was just going to say, do you want to do your high from the whole series? We didn't do high-low! How did we forget about hello? We got distracted. Oh, shit. We got distracted. All right. Uh, so my family was blended. And so the way that we bonded is we commiserated over each other's lows, celebrated each other's highs. Uh, and we do this at the dinner table every night. But here we do it. Um, let's do two. You get a high and a, you get two highs and one low. The high of a memory of light and the high of the series and then the low. So we're going to do high, high, low, low, high, high. Okay. So do your high, my high, your low, my low, my high, your high. Sure. So we'll, we'll compliment sandwich with you getting the beginning and the end. So we get two highs for the entire series. No, one high for the, um, your first high is from the memory of light, your second high is from the series. Okay. So Clarus is going to give her high first. Clarus, what's your high of a memory of light? Fuck. Um, 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 um. My high from a memory of light 
Loghain. Loghain gets a complete arc in the end okay. of that book, and that moment made me cry, and that's worth something. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your high from a memory of light? Just Andril in general. Andril's pretty, pretty. Bomb. Andril's character arc and Andril's like moments. The the bringing the lava down to save a Gwaine, or to save a lane, and then the the when he comes in and he's like. He convinces he tricks them into the steading using his gateways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrel, Andrel is like the high of a memory of light for me. He's so fun. I Absolutely. like him a lot. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what is your low for the entire series? The whole thing. There's a correct answer to this question. Two one. No. Oh. No. There's a correct answer to this question. Cad's vein. Is that what your low is? No, you. I'm trying what's to find your the low? correct answer. No, no. What's answer? your low? Uh, I'll tell you what the correct answer is because it's my low. God damn it. Um, uh, yeah, it's gotta be any of Matt's relationships. <laughs> Except with Aludra. Honestly, if him and Aludra got together, I'd be yeah, happy. Yeah, but they didn't fuck. Okay, yeah, but they still had the best relationship of him with any other character. Yeah. Except Tom Manus. And him and Tom Manus definitely jerked each other off at least once. Yeah, at least once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Matt's, uh, Matt's, uh, sexual partners, uh, oh, wow. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, what is your low for the entire series? There was a point. There was a point in the night. It's called Twilight. Where I found myself at a crossroads. Uh, and it was, without a doubt, the worst book uh, I've ever read. So, Clarus, what's your, or no, we're going to my high for the whole series. My high for the whole series. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, when I was a younger man, mm -hmm. much less attractive, much less physically endowed, I read a book called The Shadow Rising, and in it was a chapter. Mm -hmm. A chapter known as The Battle of Emmons Field. Uh, and it stuck with me. It is still my favorite moment from the whole series. It's one of my favorite moments in all of fantasy. Perrin saving his home from Ordeth, the White Cloaks, and the Trollocs in an epic battle that involved friends, family, enemies, tinkers carrying babies to safety. It's the Battle of Emmonsfield. And uh, the series just never got better than that for me. Um, and uh, it really is just, it's my favorite part. Okay. I love that. Uh, I feel like you know what mine is. <laughs> um, Ruridian is one of the coolest things that I've read. Yeah. I love the idea of it. I loved the um, execution, execution of it. Yeah, like just, yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite books ever um, and my favorite moment from it. There's, I mean, there's so much good, but like that one just, I think will always stick with me in a yeah. way that the, some of the other stuff might not, but yeah. Seasting uh, says, you guys starting this after the show began is what helped me watch the show and see, accept it for what it is. Grateful for you, your perspectives, and lives. Thanks for a reason to get up Fridays. I'm sorry the book club is leaving Fridays for that Tuesday slot, but we want to cancel it less because of cons. So I'm very grateful for that comment, Seasting. I'm grateful for all the comments today. I know we didn't get to everything, um, but it was already a almost four-hour show. Uh, so thank you for everyone who stuck around to the end of this. Thank you for everyone who's gotten up on a Friday morning and read these books with us and yeah. watched the show with us and... Uh, as soon as the strike ends, our show condo will be coming out on YouTube. Very excited to see that. We haven't seen any of season two yet. Uh, so I'm very excited to watch that um, and uh, get into it when the strike ends. And I'm able yeah. to uh, really dive into it with you all and tweet all my feelings because I'm sure I will have oh, I'm sure. many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. This has been the Nerdy. The Wordy. The book club for the Wheel of Time. From the beginning to the end. But there are no ends. There's just more beginnings. Until next time, y'all. It's time for Smut Corner. Clarus, where would you have added sex into the Wheel of Time? Uh, baby Boom Orgy right at the end. They're like, oh, they're fucking. Yeah, they're fucking hard. Someone had fucked a Trolloc.
Somebody was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to climb that trawler. Isn't that bestiality? I mean, it's only bestiality. Well, I don't know. It's definitely necrophilia. Bestiality is legal in places. Wow, that makes it better. I think like Brazil, maybe? I don't know. Baka Karn said, did my chat get mixed? Uh, super chat? chat? Maybe. Maybe it was, go up. Maybe it was while we were doing the thing and we weren't looking at chat at all. Um, Baka Karn, <gasps> yeah, yes. Uh, thank you for joining the Narcs. Thanks for the ride. I'm very happy I found you during your season one Wheel of Time Reacts. Congrats on fishing the series. Looking forward to see what's on the horizon. Thank, thank you so much. You. And uh, thank you so much, Baka Karn. Really appreciate that. Yeah. James Ross, thank you for that super chat. Uh, congrats, guys. You did it. I'm looking forward to more book club and much more Smut Corner. Hell yeah. Um, and then uh, we read that one. Okay. We read that one. Sorry, Baka Karn. Yes. No, sorry. sorry we missed that. It, it, things got a little bit crazy. Uh, but uh, yeah. No, we do yeah. appreciate that. We, we were trying some, to do this fucking test. We got I'm, some fun stuff coming. I'm still mad about Teslin. I feel like that one we should. And, ba and not knowing how to spell Basil. Oopsie. Uh, yeah, I think, um, God, if I had to add sex, um, I think that before they leave the two rivers, I think that I would have Rand and Egwene fuck in the kitchen of the Wine Spring Inn. Oh, my God. Uh, I think that I would have them oh um, have sex again right before going to the Eye of the World. I would have Matt leave Tuan and go fuck Aludra. Mm, I would have Lan and then you fuck um, in um, Fall Fall Mara. Fall Mara? I yeah. don't even know what that is. It's, uh, well, Agamar, it's, it happens in the show. Uh, oh. I was just adding the sex scenes that Rape added Oh, in the show. I was like, what? Show. I'm so, where, what? <laughs> Do something nerdy tonight, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>